Welcome to In The Stiffs Podcast with me, Sam Aston. I'm joined by my friends and former Shrewsbury teammates, Gavin Cowan and Dave Edwards. Just quickly, because it does alter my... Can I pick myself or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had to pick a defender, picking myself. But what yeah, I will well, I think, say... I think that's just proved my point. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I'm going 1-1-2. One, 1-1-2, one, two. One, one, two. okay. Dave, you're carrying this podcast with them stories. <laughs> Gavin, relax, Nothing. You're so impatient, aren't just, you? I just want to get out there, you know? And I remember him, he'd come over from Holland and um, he was on trial with us and he looks like Superman. And um, so obviously, first time he's got through the door, I'm like, you are gorgeous and he hardly speaks English. Oh, so could someone pull it up on Wikipedia yeah. so I'm not looking stupid yet? Yeah. <laughs> he found out. That Joe was starting to speak to other teams and stuff. He lost his head, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah. I remember going to make what a cheeky little sh- bro. No. I had Umbro boxes coming out of my ears when he lived with me. They were everywhere. <laughs> I'll have them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheeky. I, I remember. I remember. I remember. Put his name down what? on my little list. Cheeky. <laughs> 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 yeah. We're gonna have to start planning a little oh, bit. Yeah. Yeah. I was sub not used for Sunderland and sub not used for Man United. David Beckham. Goalkeepers are funny though, aren't they? He's the greatest defender to ever play in the Premier oh, League. I'm still absolutely adamant of it. So in defence, you. Playing a midfielder, sort of. Oh, flipping it! What a footballer! <laughs> Six years ago, they had Ed- Edwards in there. <laughs> <laughs> team, aren't lads, you? we're doing a podcast. Yeah, we're picking a team cool, for the yeah, World Cup, are we? Driver, driver, <laughs> drive! <laughs> he used to just do it because he's a keeper, isn't he? And they're all psychos. Like, he used to give me the bottle of champagne for my the match before the game. <laughs> like, talk to me about great Bellamy. Yeah. Oh, oh, he was oh, coming. Yeah. Um, I come round the house and smash your face in. He's gone. I make sure your car's filled up with petrol because my drive's massive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, welcome everybody in the Stiffs podcast, lads. Just before we start, we've been having a little chat off air. There, what about some of these guests we've got lined up? Can't really mention it yet, can we? <sighs> Mega stars, though, isn't it? Getting did, really did big. One of them come to come back to you today, Dave, didn't they? Oh, shh, no clues, no clues. Big hitter, that one. <laughs> big hitter. Right, anyway, never mind that. That's all in the future. Um, today, we are going to talk about our best five-a-side team. We're going to pick a team, each of us, and then shall we ultimately decide on who's got the best team? Just quickly, because it does alter my... Do, can I pick myself or not? If if you're going to get in your five-a-side team, yeah. can I just say now, your team won't we'll be win. the best We'll <laughs> easily win. Right. Just what formation so, are we playing? So, so I can't pick myself. No. <laughs> what formation are we playing? What formation are you going to play? I'm going for, obviously, a goalkeeper, then a one-two-one. One. Standard. 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 Boring. Bit boring, boring really. Fibers. You want three at the back? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> four at the back. Yeah, no, nah, I think... It normally ends up with a two-one-one or a one-two-one. So I'll, I'll, I'm probably going one-two-one. More of a three in midfield. One keeper can do the sweeping. Yeah, no defenders. Nah, I, nah. I would like to pick two at the back. But you know, when you're picking your best players you played with, with no offense to you, Gav, there's not many defenders, no. is there? That's if why I, I'm picking I, myself. If I had to pick the top 300 players I played with, there wouldn't be one defender in there. If I had to pick a defender, I'm picking myself. But what yeah, I will well, I think, say, I think that's just proved my point. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say though is in training, I'm not every time myself. you do five O's, the yeah. team of defenders always they wins. Do. Yeah, they just always can't wins. Score. because they keep like a, a solid. Keep the ball well. Keep the ball well. Technically like, astute. Then you have that one centre half who thinks he's a striker, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that was you, Gav. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we're not we're not saying play, defenders are ten. Play, I'd be like, play off the big man. It'd be coming off my shoulder, off my nose. Right. Well, I'm going one one two. One one two. Okay. Right, let's start off then, goalkeeper. Dave, are you starting us off? Who's going in goal for you? Um, and, yeah. and tell us about some of the other keepers you played with. Okay, I, I'll give some honourable mentions to a few of the boys who haven't made it, but very, very good goalkeepers. Um, all played with them at Wolves. 
um, and one with Wales as well. So Wayne Hennessy, he was yeah, a top keeper. keeper my age. I came through the the age groups at Wales with him and then obviously played for a long time at Wolves. He's your age? Yeah, he's my looks, age, yeah. Looks younger. He is, he's got a baby 41. face, isn't he? 41. What is he, um, he done well at Palace, didn't he? Is he, is he yeah. in at Palace at the moment? He's, he's at Burnley now. Oh, is he? Yeah. He done he's, so well, didn't he, at Palace, I thought. He like, it almost resurrected him a little bit, yeah. didn't it? Because he sort of fell by the wayside. Was he injured, maybe? That's right. Where did he go after Wolves? Was it straight to Palace? Not, no, I don't think he did. But I think he got injured, didn't he? And then I saw him at Palace. And he, remember that period probably last year when he was flying? Yeah, and he's, he's always done so well for Wales. He's so close to 100 caps now as well. But he? he's just lost the jersey to um, Danny Ward. Oh. So I'm hoping he gets over the line, though, because he deserves it. Yeah. He's, he's never, ever let Wales down. He's, he's quality. Well, um, he let, he let, well, he let, he let one under his foot or something. You, that was Danny Ward, that was. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Get Hennessy back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then um, Carl Aikimi um, at Wolves. Yeah. He was probably, I played most of my football with Good him as goalkeeper at Wolves. He was class. He's just come and get everything big voice everyone was scared to death of him when the ball came in the box so, really yeah you see him shake keepers and you're thinking i need to get out of the way of this Love that. and another one like him was matt murray i only played a couple of times with matty but if he didn't have injuries he'd have, he'd have played for england he was on another level he was i, tra I travel in with him at Tramia. he come to Tramia on loan for a couple yeah, of months right. he couldn't um he was injured he was injured yeah. when he came to us though he, he, was he was a bit injury hit, wasn't he, Mazza? His knees, yeah, he was really unlucky. He'd done, his cruci he done loads of different injuries to his knees. He kept trying to come back time after time. He'd get to just at that, that level where he's about to start playing again, then something else would happen. He was, he was really unlucky. And he played a big part in Wolves getting promoted um, in 2003, saved um, a penalty in the playoff final, Brilliant. and then he got injured and he never played in the Premier League. So I felt, felt really sorry for him. Massive, wasn't he? Oh, he's mate, head in the world. He said it, oh my, his chest, he's massive, isn't he? He, invi he was invited me um, I think it was about 18 months ago to West Brom he was uh, representing a lad because he does a bit of agency work and he was representing a keeper and he invited me in just to go and have a look and I had the evening with him nicest guy in the world and he's like he struggles to get through the doorway doesn't he he's, he's yeah. massive yes, he's a gentle giant though. Yeah, yeah yeah what a lovely guy yeah, yeah, lovely guy lovely. but um, but I've gone Who for I've gone for my mate Joe Hart yeah of course you it's are hard to look yeah. past Joe innit yeah quality and like you were saying the other week Sam in that uh, well, I can't remember what podcast it was but when you were saying about his feet, it's it's ridiculous to think that Pep's pulled him out of the way because he's doesn't think he's good enough with his feet. When I I couldn't have imagined that. Yeah, well, I, I say I've I was lucky. I come with you, um, Joe, right through the the age groups and become really good mates. Sort of those younger pro days, but um, right from the the very first moment I I played against Joe when we were I was maybe year ten in school and Joe was playing a year above because he's the year below me. And we played Mary Webb versus Neil Brace on the scat pitches, wow. semi-final. It was nil-nil, went to penalties. But I just always remember in the game, at that age, if you hit a good shot, you know it's going in, kind of, don't you? Yeah. And I've hit this half volley from the edge of the box, absolutely nails it. And then he just scampered across his goal, plucked it out of the air, caught it, and then he set off an attack. He did, so he oh, didn't just no, push it wide, no, he caught no, it. No, caught it, both hands. Held it. Um, but then we went through to penalties, and they, they beat us 10-9 on penalties, and, and Joe managed to um, score his penalty. But I got my penalty past him. But from, that, from then, I knew he was going to be class, and then he kind of got into the, the centre center of excellence and was on the bench real early, wasn't he, Sam? Yeah. You scored against him. You scored against him in the Prem, didn't you? Yeah. Was he Man City and you were Wolves? Man City, yeah. You didn't so say much about well, that. That must have been a nice moment. Talk us through that goal. So it's been like we, our, our career paths have crossed so many times. So we spent all those years at Shrewsbury together. Um, he went to Man City. I played against him when he was on loan at Birmingham. Um, that was in the Premier League as well. So at St. Andrews at Molyneux, then at City at the Etihad. And then we beat them 
2-1 at, at Molyneux and it's when they just got all the money. So they had the likes of Rabinio, Yaya Toure, yeah. Vincent Company, um, Adebayor, all, all these guys are playing. Yeah, and then we've rocked up and beat him 2-1 and I scored the winner against yes. him. I'm still adamant he let it in though. He went down really early the wrong way. So um, <laughs> just looked after yeah, well, not, not, not in a grobbler type way. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Yeah, have to be weird. very careful here. Yeah. yeah, so we first played against each other on scat pitches at the age of 14, 15, and then kind of played together at Shrewsbury, then went to play each other in the Premier League, and then we obviously played each other then in the Euros as well. What a story. So it's, um, it's amazing. And then even like, I always remember sitting in the tunnel after the um, after the England game and we was devastated. We just lost in the final minute, um, two one, and just sitting on the steps in the tunnel at London, just me and him having a chat, and he was kind of consoling me at the time. And it's just oh, weird brilliant. that kind of we were living together, sort of fifteen years yeah. earlier. Um, yeah, great yeah, story. We were good mates. We used to do everything together. We used to sort of go out to eat. We go on holiday together. Go to the gym together. Absolutely everything. Lived in each other's pockets for sort of four or five years. Dave, you're carrying this podcast with them stories. You have literally... I don't know where, don't know where to go. From, not me either. You are carrying us, mate. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm nearly crying. Yeah. So with no, Joe, but, then, but as, with, as, with as Joe, I mean, we were talking about... Sorry, we're talking about guests. Is he on the horizon? Have we, has anyone spoke not, to him? We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not revealing okay. anything, Gav. Just relax. Nothing. You're so impatient, just, aren't you? I just want to get out there, you know? I want to get it out there. Right, so Joe Hart's in for Dave, obviously, because he's the best mate. Got to be. No, but as, right, as a goalkeeper as well, he was he was class, wasn't he? As you said, his kicking, but then his shot stopping. I think the biggest thing was Joe was his confidence. And as a goalie, you needed that. He's always quite a big, strong lad. Yeah, but then that was. confidence, he he knew he was good. Um, I remember speaking to his dad once over at the Scat Fields. I think I was there watching my boy and I um, got chatting with him. And we were just having, I can't remember we were having this conversation and he, bas- he basically said when Joe was two, he walked out the patio doors, he picked up a tennis ball with his left hand and he threw it 20 yards over the back fence, which obviously a two yeah. yard doesn't do. And he went, oh, he might, might be good at cricket or football, this lad. And just from there, like you say, he's just got, when people have asked me about him from, from my experience of Joe, he's, I don't think you can, if you, if you are not, you haven't got that um, natural ability, if you're not biomechanically set up to be the England goalkeeper, I don't think you can work at that. I don't think that's something you can achieve. No, we need a lot of natural yeah. talent. That's you? what I mean, yeah. 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 But I think it's, what, that, it's that idea of talent gets you in the room. But yeah. There's a he is, he is but, one but of those kids, though, who would have been, he could have been professional cricketer. He was that yeah. good at tennis. He used to yeah. play county for tennis. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the only thing he can do is run. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. his, his whole physique and his biomechanics and that were just yeah. like, it all set up. The thing is, we are talking about a five-a-side team. The problem you're talking about Joe being in goal Whenever we did 5-0, he was up front. Yeah. <laughs> so is that what, if he played in your five-a-side t- team, would, it, would you play him up nah, front you, or you, in goal? You'd do well to score past him in a 5 Yeah, yeah mate, not a chance. Him. Go on, Gav. Keeper. Keepers, so... Obviously, you were going Joe as well. Well, on, yeah, on, yeah. But I've got... Yeah, I, I am going to go Joe. But I've got to mention, I think we've said there, I've got, there's a couple of really good keepers. So I played with... Um, a little bit like Joe, I played with Kel Roos, who's the derby keeper now. And I remember him, he'd come over from Holland and um, he was on trial with us and he looks like Superman. He's brilliant. He's like gorgeous he is. And um, so obviously first time he's got through the door, I'm like, you are gorgeous. And he hardly speaks English and I'm all over him. Anyway, get, 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 to, get, get to do some shooting. And obviously we're giving him all the banner because we can say anything. He doesn't really get it. Just be, it become a joke because we couldn't score past him. So, you know, we were saying the other week about how you just couldn't score past Joe in training. And I, the, the first thing I thought was about Joe about this lad's going to be half decent and he ended up signing and then going on and doing well and he's at Derby now and he's done well there and watched him the other week so he was really good and good with his feet as well so he, he 
he's definitely in with a shout. I always like to mention, because I know he's listening as well, but Barnsley, when we're at Phil oh, Barnes. Oh, what a lad. At Is he listening? He loves he it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a proper fanboy with it. So he's, um, I know you'll be listening, Phil Barnsley. Barnes. The only reason you get a mention, Barnsley, is because you would fill up the goal with your back, <laughs> with your hunchback. So um, I know you'll enjoy listening to that. But he was a, he's been a good keeper, hasn't he? played a lot oh, of league games. proper, yeah. He's like Sheffield United, wasn't he? Like, yeah. really good keeper. I think that, that he ended up at Gainsborough, really, because it was local. And I think financially they were paying quite well. And I don't think he... Uh, did he play at Grimsby as well? But... Very good keeper. We need, we need to start doing a bit better with the research, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, come on. Oh, someone pull it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. So not looking stupid, yeah. Um, but there was one that I played with who as could have easily played out on pitch. It was a lad called Danny Potter. So I was with him at Exeter and at Canvey, and he, he had the most ridiculous left foot I've, I've ever seen. It, him and um, a lad called Kev Sandwith, who, who is my, mine and Sam's good pal, um, but he had a joke of a left foot and he, he could literally, from anywhere, drill the ball into the centre-half's chest. He could play left back. If, if He was almost like Campos for Mexico when he'd just take free kicks and stuff <laughs> and just end up in the top corner. So he, he was very good at five-a-side just because he had a great touch and was yeah. really good tennis. But it's hard to see past Joe. Going, going back, I remember them days when Gary Peters used to literally, his head would fall off his shoulders because we just couldn't score. And we would have to say to Joe, Joe, we're, we're not going in, mate, unless you let us... Score. Too good for Shrewsby. Just so good. Do you remember when GP found out that Joe was starting to speak to other teams and stuff? He lost his <laughs> head, didn't he? Yeah. I remember him going to Mick Wilson, the cheeky little shit. <laughs> like, well, he's probably, he's he's just come and told me Man City are interested in him. Yeah. Walking, around the train, walking around the training ground, wasn't he? Like shouting yeah. it, going, like, cheeky little... <laughs> well, did, did Gary think he was going to say the 10-year of Shrewsbury? Yeah. But Tim Flowers had started coming down to watch, hadn't like, he? Every, every yeah. week. So it, it was obvious, but everyone but, was going to watch him. But Gary didn't like that, did he? He didn't like it. it like Joe, had, because Joe was young, he didn't think that Joe should have the bollocks to go up to him and say, just to let you know. He was like, "You shouldn't be talking to me about that sort of stuff. I'll speak to your agent. You concentrate on football." And at the sp- he has a little bit of a point, but Gary just didn't, didn't like people. Too, didn't work out too badly for Joe, though, did it? Yeah. No, he's, I think he's he done all right. Stuart Pearce ringing him and things like yeah. that. It's gonna kind of yeah. And, and like Mick Wadsworth at the time as well, he'd he'd done a lot of work with England and Umbro. They'd had like a bit of a thing, so he'd worked a lot with. Uh, he only mentioned it about 700 times. Okay, but we've let's, like, stop, let's stop nicking all Joe's stories, by the way, just in yeah. case we all get <laughs> yeah, them on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Umbro. No. I had Umbro boxes coming out of my ears when he lived with me. They were everywhere. <laughs> I'll have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His big size 12, just <laughs> put an extra pair of socks on. I, I, mean, I make them work. I make them work. <laughs> and, um, but Mick Wadsworth had worked with England and he'd, he'd tell everyone, wouldn't he, Mick, about it? He'd, he'd be a good one to get on um, about Michael Owen and uh, Alan Shearer. But Mick was trying to get him signed up by Umbro and then Gary Peters had heard about it yeah. and so then Gary Peters had a go at Mick in the, changing, in the training ground going he doesn't need um, a sponsor he doesn't need all of that like let him, let him make him stay in his lane and that was the problem wasn't it Gary didn't like people like yeah. coming out of their lane he was like you concentrate on football the rest of that should it's be too big though for that. Too good for yeah, that. It was. Yeah. I, I remember the, you come to the end of the season this was another really nice moment I had with Joe but um, it got to the summertime and he, he was hoping he was going to go that summer that he went to Man City and he was waiting, he was waiting, he was waiting. And me and him, we took a football down to the quarry. I used to live in um, Sutton Park by Ray Brooks. So I'd kind of walk walk into the quarry from there. We took a football with us and his phone rang and it was his agent and I was just sat there waiting. He's on the phone, walking around, pacing up and down, drops the phone and he just starts bawling his eyes out. And I was like, what's up? He goes, I just signed for Man City. 
And like me and him stood in the middle of the quarry, oh. right down by the river. I didn't know to hug him, kiss him, cry with him, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Just tapped him on the shoulder. Yeah. And then, well, then well, then he, let us a few yeah. quid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he's there ringing his mum and his dad. And I feel a bit of a loose part just walking around <laughs> yeah. the quarry of a ball. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah. I love them. But he, he was brilliant. And I think for me, yeah, you, you, you're hard pressed to find Joe, England legend, Man City legend, like still now playing at top level. Yeah. Even gone through them moments, hasn't he? He's been through a lot. Yeah, of I, think, yeah. I mean that that'd be, yeah. that would be brilliant if we didn't yeah. get him on to talk about that. And and when you when like you mentioned it, Dave, quite a lot, but his confidence was. I always say he was like a kid in a sweet shop when we trained, like almost like he didn't care about making a mistake. Everything was just about I'm having a great time. Like you know, we need that mentality, don't you, to play at the yeah, top? Yeah, I think so. Everything come together for him, didn't it? Like you say, when people ask, but like natural ability, biomechanics. And his work ethic, like Timo, Dave Timmins used to put him through some hard work when he was with us, didn't he? And yeah. I remember when um, Chris Woods come in, he was with Everton, and Chris Woods come in to the training ground at Sundawn, and he just did a session working with Joe. They'd, they'd obviously had a look at it. Yeah, yeah. I think Chris Woods tried to break him, and like he couldn't break him, because of the work Timo had done with him, to be fair, because he used to thrash him, didn't he? And, and it was good. So Joe, yep, yeah, Joe. You sound, I'm, I'm interested you, Sam, because you've got, I know you've got some good Sunderland keepers, like Shay Given, your service there, and Shea Given, I, I remember, I remember, I remember. put his name down what? on my little list, <laughs> <laughs> Shea Given, the season, yeah. we're going to have to start planning a little oh, bit, and, aren't we? Yeah. and I remember oh. you were you was at Sunderland with that Lionel Perez as well, and I used to, Lionel Perez, he, 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 I, used he tra- the, I used to travel he had the with short him. sleeves, didn't he, had, he what a maverick he was, he had some great arms he did on him, great biceps, he used to wear short sleeves, he was must have been one of the first keepers to do that, mustn't he, yeah, he was, he was Brilliant. He used to travel in with him. He was he introduced me in this make motivational tapes and things. So we used to tra- we used, when we travel into work, he put a CD on and it would be like, "You are a strong, brave man. You are in charge of your destiny. Go out today and make a difference." <laughs> and he would have this on all the way, and he was brilliant. But I mean, he did really, really well for Sunderland. He was, I think, um, how was best to describe him? He was a bit erratic. So, he, you know, he, yeah. he did well, but he made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, Lionel Perez was a good one. I had a few... Just quickly, sorry, to not, I know just doing your thing there, interrupting, but I always remember the Cantona goal where he chipped chipped him yeah. and then turned around. I think he made that goal because of his reaction as well, because yeah. he turned around yeah. quite slow and had his hands on his hips yeah. and made the whole thing look yeah. even better. He's that maverick showman, wasn't he, a little bit? Yeah, he was, yeah. That was a great goal. That, when Cantona scored that goal, was I was on the bench. You, I was going to say, was you involved I was on the game? bench. So that game, we lost 5-0 to Man United. There was... Um, that the one where he just... His collar's up. Yeah, he put he his just, collar up and Brian, he stood there. Brian McClare ruins the celebration, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, so he yeah, kind of jumps in on him. <laughs> and he's, he's chipped it over Lionel and he stood there like with his collar up. There was... Um, we have to check exactly which, but I think it was me. I was sub not used for Sunderland and the sub not used for Man United was David Beckham. <laughs> it was me and Bex were the two subs not used. And I don't know what I mean. Did I, you have a chat with him? I went off his shoes, up. Being, I, don't know, I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> warming up with him. Yeah. Think, look What's back, your name think, again? He could have got me on there, didn't he? Like, come on, Reedy, give me a little five minutes on there. He just yeah. let me try and smash can't yeah, yeah. something. <laughs> but um, I had a tram here, John Achterberg. Do you know John Achterberg? He's the yeah, Liverpool yeah. goalkeeping coach. So he's like yeah, coaching yeah. Alisson oh, wow, now. Okay. Goalkeepers are funny though, aren't they? They're like, annoying. I always found goalkeepers strange, a little bit strange, strange bunch of them most strange. of them are, aren't they? Very, yeah, well, like, you, let's not use that unique, very yeah, unique. Yeah, so I mean, John, John Achterberg used to. I remember having him having a groin injury and like a standard groin injury, he'd be out for sort of six to eight weeks, and he'd been out two weeks and he'd be trying to train. And he couldn't walk. and He was trying to take goal kicks. And he was just, you know, he wasn't he wasn't quite right. 
But then obviously he's, he's now Jurgen Klopp. So every time Liverpool score, look at when Liverpool score their next goal, Jurgen Klopp's celebrating. John Achterberg's the first, first person. Yeah. I think, what, how's, yeah. What's he doing there, coaching Alisson? Yeah. No knees, but he's celebrating. Alisson's a lot better than what, than what John was anyway. <laughs> but um, also at Tramia, we signed this little lad, uh, Steve Wilson. He's like, he signed for Tramia the same time as me. And he was like five foot ten. And we had, we had a big run on our first day, of my, my first day at Trammy and his first day. And we set off on this sort of three-mile run. And he's a keeper, so he'll, like, he'll be at the back. And he's absolutely smashed it. Oh, and he's, fin- there, he's yeah. finished like in the top ten. And I was like the left winger. And I've finished like tenth from the back. <laughs> so everybody's got us mixed up. I'm a bit tall. Everybody's gone. So um, you're the new keeper, mate. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm the left winger. He, he's, the, he, he's the new keeper. <laughs> this little lad who's just smashed me. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the person who's just finished tenth in the running, who's five foot ten, he's the new keeper. You, who's six foot one, who's just come tenth from the back, you're the new left winger. And I was like, eh, yeah, but when you put it like that, it doesn't sound so good. But no. yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Your bankers that know the keepers pre-season. Usually on bikes, isn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're, they're so the far at the back. Though, when he did the bleep test with the keepers, and you couldn't go out before the keepers nah. could you, and so you were just thinking in there. Bit, to the keepers. Are you are you going to drop out? <laughs> All right, busy. Well done. Well done. Just drop out. Are you going to drop yeah. out? You could yeah, not. Be. You could not drop it. You couldn't nah. go out for a keeper, could you? Just waiting for him nah. to go. So it gets to a point. Where, please, can you drop out now? Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you, it's not a really good one I played with Thomas Sorensen. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. him. Very good. Sunderland, Stoke, Danish. Stoke for a long time. Danish. Well, I played. Yeah, I think he played yeah. a lot. Of, I think he, did he have many caps for Denmark. Yeah, he would have probably. He would have yeah, overlapped with Schmeichel, yeah, yeah. wouldn't he? Yeah, so Schmeichel. I think he was the one before Schmeichel, wasn't he? It'd have been both Schmeichels, wouldn't he? Probably. Is probably yeah, I bet, I bet. I bet he hasn't. Thomas Sons hasn't got that many caps because of the, the Schmeichels. <laughs> but he, I mean, he was a brilliant goalkeeper. He was one of them. You know, talk about goalkeepers being annoying. Like if he made a great save, you know what goalkeepers are like. They make a great save and they yeah. bounce straight up. Oh, come on, who's picking yeah, this? Yeah, like, the defenders oh, like, and that. Thomas, well done, Thomas. That's a great save. You don't need to get up and start. Yeah. Sh- everybody's seen it. You job. don't need to bounce back up, yeah. start shouting at everybody. Well done, Thomas. You've done your job. Yeah. Great. I used save. to get that all the time. Me and um, uh, Ryan Young, keeper at Telford, with me, brilliant keeper, like legend there. Um, he used to do that. Me and him used to argue like brilliant off the pitch, absolutely fine off the pitch. We used to argue like crazy because he'd like make a save and he'd start having a go at us all. And I'd be like, "All right, just get back on your line. Like yeah. you've done your job, well done." And he'd be like, "Shut up, you do your job. Start defending." I think that's when I think about keepers. That's what they were like a lot of the time. A lot of yeah. keepers paid with. They'd, they'd yeah. moan, they'd whinge, wouldn't they? He's the first like one you. to tell you. We play, we played um, a charity game recently at Telford, and he was um, he was doing it then. About twenty minutes in, he starts moaning. Like, there's no one here. You ain't got no one to show off to. That must have come from Peter Schmeichel, wasn't it? He was the first one to really yeah. sort of go after all, people yeah. on camera. All the keepers I played with, moaning, whinging, you know, we used to have, if you chip them, Thomas Sorensen was the worst, you know, if you chip them in training oh, or you yeah, play like that, it's like smash the ball away. You know, don't chip me. Like, well, don't come off your line then. That's <laughs> <laughs> part of it. When I was at Sunderland as well, we had um, Tony Coat and the goalkeeping yeah. coach. I don't, he used to visit Manu. I don't know if he's there anymore. City, he? He, what a funny man he was. Yeah. He was brilliant. He's one of the funniest blokes I've played with. He was brilliant. Remember back in the day, he had that moustache. But I think, um, well, I was going to say... Well, def- you've got to talk I about Shane well, yeah, I can't believe you, I'm not prepared to talk about... I can't really remember. He was keeping... I forgot about, the team I can't remember much about him. He came to Sunderland when we were in the championship. I think I spoke about that on previous podcasts. He was 19. He was nine, he's a year older than me, I think. I think he's 46. For a, for a keeper, because that's, yeah. that's a position where you, you need absolute consistency, like an old head, to you be 19 and be winning the championship. come on loan from Blackburn, so I presume Blackburn must have been in the premiership yeah, at yeah. the time. But he came done. in and he was sensational. Was like it? I said, you know, we won the championship by scoring 
50, whatever it was, 57 goals. But, so, but 19, and he wasn't very big either, yeah, was he? No, not, not, he's yeah. not. I mean, he's six foot, which for a keeper these no. days isn't big. Nah. But athleticism. And you talk about, I mean, the one thing I'd say about all these keepers, their work ethic yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. They were first in, last off. And, you know, whatever the weather, throwing themselves everywhere. And sometimes you think... You know, like, tapped in here. No, you know, and you'd sometimes have it, wouldn't you, in training? You know, you'd, you'd have a quiet day. I don't mean that like you wouldn't put it in, but you'd sort of, you could take it a bit easier every now and again or something, couldn't you? Whereas the keepers, you just couldn't, could you? You were on it the whole time. Because it's such a specialised area, they they had their goalkeeper coach, didn't they? So, like, there was no place for them to hide, was there? Like, yeah. like you say, you'd have the odd training session where you'd hide around corners and bits and pieces because you felt a bit leggy. But with them, I can't it's, believe I haven't given Shea Given more consideration there. Still got to go, Joe. Yeah. I think the same as you. I mean, I would say Joe ought to better keep in Shea given anyway. I mean, Shea given brilliant, but I don't think you can compete with Joe, can you? With Did England Joe Cups? out Shea given at Man City? Yeah, so when Joe was there and then they brought in, when Joe went out on loan to Birmingham, they brought in Shea given and then when Shea kind of Joe back. went back in, I think he was the succession plan Joe was, wasn't he? So he knew yeah. he was going to be in goal for a long time and. That's when Shea given moved on. I think Joe just, like you saw about size, Joe just had the size, didn't he, over Shea, that he didn't have. Joe could strike the ball a bit better than Shea. Yeah. Oh, his kicking but, was I mean, a joke. Shea was a, a brilliant, brilliant lad. Great, like one of the nicest blokes you'll ever meet. But he didn't, wasn't even going to get a mention off me <laughs> until Dave <laughs> <he had> mentioned <laughs> yeah, Lovely season. guy, rubbish anyway, keeper. So, yeah, Joe Hart. I think Joe Hart all round, isn't it? Keeper, banker. Right, defenders. It's hard to pick. I, how many, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm not going with a recognised defender. I've got I've got a lot of lads I'd love to call out. Like Gareth Dean was a probably the most natural smeller of danger that I played with. So five aside, he was always good because we tell him just to pass it to the nearest player and just defend. Where'd you play with him at? Played with him at Solihull and Nuneaton. Brilliant. He should have played a lot higher. Too clever for football. That's his thing. He's got a really good job. Earns good money. I'm sure he's had the opportunity to go higher. Just too clever for football. Do you you not think with defenders as well, though, like when I'm thinking about the best defenders I play with, it's a difficult one because there's sort of two types of defenders. You know, you've got, I mean, you've got, I've got a few fullbacks who are really good, who are quick. I've got some footballers, but I, you know, the old fashioned stoppers, isn't it? Like, you know, the ones who you just know nonsense, run through a brick wall. You I think know. you want someone who's com- obviously aggressive and competitive, but you like nowadays as well, you, you need someone who can play. Like, as soon as the ball turns over, they need to be able to lend a pass. Because that's, that's how it works now, isn't it? They all can play in the Premiership now, yeah. can't they? Yeah, yeah. There's no, st- there's no stoppers, is there? They're all no. well, when I went When I went to, the, uh, to Liverpool to watch the Shrewsbury game, um, you just like we, we were really close to pitch side, and you just, you just see them. Like, they're frightened. They just know where to be, when to be there. Like, yeah, Dan- Daniel's like but they can all play. Yeah, oh thing. yeah, frightening. Ball, ball turns over. Just the composure, the the technical ability, the the footballing awareness, football intelligence. It's just all in one, isn't it? It's yeah. an, it's another level. And, and even the ones you do think are head it kicker. I always remember playing against John Terry, thinking all he does is head <laughs> block and tackle. He steps out on his left foot, and it's yeah. Yeah. Left See, foot. I, say, I say this to Sam all the time. He's the greatest defender to ever play in the Premier oh, League. I'm still absolutely adamant of it. I still believe it. He was in an era of top defenders, yeah. though, wasn't he? Like, like proper with, with leader. And, and people like that. But yeah. I mean, Van Dyke's. I think he eclipses them all, Van Dyke does. He's, but he's yeah. a bit scary, isn't he? Hey, company. Van Dyke. <laughs> no, no, no one else does no, that. No. Okay, then. I will leave it then. No. John Terry was a leader. He was aggressive. He could play. He was a, a man amongst men. He was, and, and, and as well, he seemed like he'd be a great lad. Obviously, 
Probably wouldn't introduce him to the family, but you know, it'd be great on a night out. Yeah. Go on anyway. Who's your? So I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm not going to go. I'm going to go with more of a three in midfield with almost like a number four. So like my sort of. So you're not mentioned defenders. So my sort of defender. Because I think Joe will do my sweeping. You know, I've got a proper thought about this. I've become prepared, unlike okay, you. Yeah. Um, You're getting beat here. So, nah, no. Nah. So Joe's there, <laughs> isn't he? Joe's there. So, uh, my, uh, I've got a couple, but like a number four would be someone like a Neil Sorville. Yeah. Just technically a Joe. So a midfielder. Wouldn't be able to get near him. Wouldn't be able to get the ball off him. So in defence, you're playing a midfielder. Sort of. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's a bit revolutionary. You, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't understand this. <laughs> no, it's more revolutionary. About doing, this, this, about this isn't, defenders this isn't, isn't about midfield. This Sauls, isn't conference yeah. stuff. Sauls wasn't your kind of body on the line midfielder, either, was he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Retained the ball, yeah, though, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Hey, so you've gone for attack Listen, midfield. This isn't Jimmy Quinn's changing room where they're just like lads. Just run the ball out. trying to get into your mentality because you're obviously, because you've been a manager. We're going technical. We're going technical. Your mentality. Yeah. So in that position, I'm looking at someone like John Adams, I played with at Telford and Nuneaton. He's like a futsal player. So he played futsal for England. So technically, joke, wouldn't get the ball off him, retain the ball. You have Neil Sorvel. Um, Simon Milton, he was um, he played in Premier League for Ipswich for about ten years. I played with him at Braintree. Yeah. Again, he was like that. Yeah. So in that position, that stepping out from defence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not prepared there. to head it or tackle <laughs> or yeah, anything. I know oh, they could defend. Yeah. Number they're, they're they're protectors. I would okay, say. So who are you going for? You going for Neil Sorvel? I, I think out of them, it's hard. It's hard to look away from. Solves. I mean, John Adams would be perfect, but he's, he's like a recycler. So we get it from the left-hand side, back foot, go out the other side. So I'm going to go. But Neil okay. would play more forward passes. Dave, are you Dave? Do you, are you going to pick a forward to play in defence? Are you just? Are you pick <laughs> well, <laughs> funny. It, it's You're just going to go with a head no. it and kick it, but even though we're playing five aside. No, no. The, the lad I've gone for was actually when I played of him, he was more of a midfielder. Then, oh, that was it. Then got pushed back to right back, but now he's sort of captain in Wolves. Centre midfield, um, centre over back three. Connor, Connor Cody, yeah. So again, very much step out. No, a little Con- bit like Sauce. Connor Cody. Connor Cody, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's always well, been the same. a lad, Dave, he's a lad. Honestly, one of the greatest he's lads, it, one, of the, yeah. one of the best guys in football. He really is. Um, he's just a bundle of positivity. Doesn't mean you had a, a crap Sounds game like or you've, sort of or you've lost or something like that. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to give him a shout. <laughs> but he, he's, um, he, yeah, he's, he's that lad who... Doesn't matter what's going on at the football club. If you're losing games, winning games, he remains the same. He's just this bundle of energy, really good. And then he's always a good player, but then he just fell into this role at Wolves, and he's just like he's played there his his whole career. It was he's unbelievable. Like a quarterback, isn't he? A little bit. It's unbelievable. And a bit like the, way, Sauce. the way it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but not as good. <laughs> yeah, the, the way it came about was bizarre. So Nuno had just taken over Wolves, and we had gone to Austria in pre-season, and we had a lot of midfielders at the time. We had five or six different midfielders. Just signed Ruben Nevers as well, and we're doing shape. And Nuno always wants to play three at the back, and we didn't have enough defenders, so he just dropped Coes back into the middle for this one training session. And he was just zinging balls everywhere. Yeah. A little bit of time on the ball. And he hits that ball out to the right yeah, side in particular. Yeah. He was zinging it. Was it was either centre of the three. Yeah, so yeah, centre of the three. And then we did the training session. So the next preseason game comes up. And obviously he's played there in training. So he's starting in the game. Wow. What, what was his take on that then? He just wanted to be in the team. He's oh, that right. sort of lad. Just wants to play. Yeah. Um, he played right back the year before. He's never been a right back. He's more. He's always been a midfielder. Um but he, he, yeah, he just he took the opportunity, and I think Nuno saw in him that he was a just an absolute leader. Which, if he had the captain's armband or not, he was 
the guy would rally the lads. He talks and talks and he's talks. Scouser, isn't he? Yeah, talks oh, too yeah. much at times, but he just talks all the way through the game. And you can hear him. If you watch Wolves in the lockdown, you can understand when there's no fans in there just how much he organised that team, just constant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, top, top player, top lad, and he'd be unbelievable if I were. Good one. Really good one. I'll, I'll give some mentions as well, oh, though. Go on. Quickly, um, Ashley Williams from yeah. Swansea. Everton, played him at Wales, he was class. He's someone who would put his body on the line, but also yeah. a, a good footballer as well. Jody Craddock, you would have played yeah, with Sam. Men haven't got him on my <laughs> Jody Craddock. You had a long day, Sam. Yeah. Jody yeah. Craddock is a possibility. <laughs> Jody, yeah, you haven't made it, but I thought a lot about he would have been yeah. my second choice for me. <laughs> Sorry, Jody. <laughs> but he's, he's another one who was an, just a, a great lad. He was another leader. Brilliant of lad. Um, yeah, yeah. I, he's. Um, he was probably the best out and out defender at Wolves. Um, yeah. Really good offset pieces as well. What an absolute gentleman. There's no like set pieces. Spider, wasn't he? he would get into everything. He would head everything. Exactly, yeah. There's no set pieces in five a side, though. No. <laughs> you can't get in your team, can no, you? You don't, you don't get a corner if the ball goes out then. No set pieces, though. So, so it goes above head height. It's a free kick, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple more Welsh ones. James Collins, who's had a great career at Villa and West Ham yeah. and things like that. Ginge, he could play as well. Ginge was he was like he was full blood in tackle. But he was a good player. And He's had a good career, isn't unbelievable. He? Yeah, top career. Yeah, and then, always um, liked him. And then Danny Gabadon, he was he was a ball player. He was class. Gabs was so he was at Cardiff and then West Ham. He had a lot of injuries, which really killed him a little bit. But as an actual footballer, he's in the sort of the Rio Ferdinand mold. That sort of player who brings wow. the ball out from the back and plays that good. Yeah, he's class. Not as Good yeah, career, but, um, but I that, see what you mean. That sort of yeah, player. Yeah. Um, he would have played loads more games in Premier League if he hadn't had so many injuries. But I'm going with Connor Cody. Decent that. Right. I, I was looking at like those sort of old school centre halves and I've gotten down a few. Uh, Jordy Craddock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, but Paul Butler, maybe Pippa yeah, Bulls yeah. a bit, Sunderland. Yeah. Like Ian Goodison, Kemp. Oh, I mean, some of these people like couldn't trap a bag of cement, could they? But they were like headed and kick it. Kemp- I like that. Kemper. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm talking about like mentioning Tino, you know, Darren yeah. Tinson who played for Shrewsby. I know he was a bit of a leader, like David Hasselhoff. He's one of them, and yeah. you wouldn't want to stand next to him on the team photo. It looked amazing. And it's, I used to try and stand next to um, Luke Osibes on the team photo. Kev Sebi or Luke Rogers, maybe self really tall. <laughs> There's a few, like, and I was looking at fullbacks like Jason Crow, Mickey Gray, Simon Francis, though, you know, yeah. so it was at um, Bournemouth. And I've got to mention um, Andy Holt. He was he was like centre off or left back. He was brilliant. He used to say from he's had really long throw and brilliant ahead and from the shoulders up, he was Premier League. <laughs> Anything <laughs> below the shoulders, he was League One. League two, <laughs> best. Yeah. But you know who my defender is? Jason McAteer. <laughs> That's who I've got for me. Yeah, at least he has, he has played said about Sorbs, so, someone who's really similar. You've changed that since I've done mine. <laughs> he has played right back though, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Well, he has actually at least played there a little bit. But I was thinking, like, haven't that played with some some solid defenders, but no one brilliant. Whereas Jason McAteer, he, I mean, he started off and he's a bit of an athlete when he played, but as he got older, he was getting on the ball a little bit more. You must have some stories about him. There's loads flying around about oh, McAteer. Yeah. Is he I, mean, is, I, is I, used to stop, I used to stop at his before when we had a match. We had an evening kickoff. So Tram, we played a lot on a Friday night. So we'd be in training and then Brian Little would have his training in the morning. So, I, so, so obviously I was travelling from Shrewsby, so it was too far to go back. So I used to go to his for a sleep in the afternoon. Like obviously yeah. he, he loved it. He used to love the night like when we were playing to other fans and other players. He would, like the money gestures. Yeah. If anybody oh, said anything mate. to him, <laughs> but we, like, we, um, he'd, do, he'd come out with all sorts and they'd say things like, um, 
he looked at someone going like, oh, I thought you'd be taller. And he was like, well, I'm, I am tall if I stand on my wallet. Yeah. And then he'd be going like, get, get away from me, you're skinned. And then and have people say, <laughs> um, I remember one time, who was it? I can't remember what team it was, but someone said to him, um, I'll come round your house and smash your face in. And he's gone, well, make sure your car's filled up with petrol because my drive's massive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just come out with that all yeah. the time. But like, he'd laugh at himself yeah. doing it as well. He was yeah. a brilliant lad, really good lad. He um, played for Shrewsbury in the reserves and he played for Tranmere reserves. Oh, he couldn't help himself. You know, he was like, he's obviously had his career. He's done the Liverpool thing. Yeah. He doesn't have to speak, talk back to anyone. And um, Ashley... He couldn't help, he Ashton, can't help himself. Nah, he can't well, help Neil himself. Ashton played left back. And uh, he'd known Ashley at Tranmere, but Ashley had been a kid. So he thought, oh, I'm going to dine out on Ashley a little bit. So he started giving, but Ashley started giving some back, going, I'm not a kid anymore. And then, like, they've gone in for a tackle anyway. It's all, so we've all started mouthing off. But because it's Jason McAteer, we've gone in a little bit more. And I can't remember who said it. One of the lads has gone, mate, your legs are gone. You're slow as you know what. And he went, well, of course I am. He said, I've got my wallet in my back pocket. Yeah. And he was oh, doing yeah, all of he that. He had a load of them. He would, like, he used yeah. to say, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just cashing people off all over the place. He, he, the he got taken off. And as he was going off, we were giving him loads. Absolutely. But he couldn't help himself. He was, like, you know, throwing loads. I was yeah. thinking, mate, you, you do not have to say anything. You could just walk off and go, lads, I've Played for Liverpool, like yeah, yeah but you know, he, he, nah, he, he wouldn't do that. Nah, he, he couldn't help himself. Like, he, when he used to get subbed and he'd be getting booed, he'd be walking off like rubbing his fingers together, like just <laughs> like sure he's got loads of money yeah. and like, let all the time. I'll never forget that. I thought it was brilliant. He, oh, I um, loved it. He would have played in the World Cup as well, wouldn't he? For yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, so I've gone back as house. She's gone watch this. He's put on the video of um, U two. So it's U two in concert and Bono's. Um, Singing and then Bono's he scored the, he scored the goal I got right, into yeah. the World Cup oh, didn't he one okay, yeah. Bono's gone like, in front of this audience in front of eighty thousand wherever they're playing it's um can't remember where it was now and it's gone Macatia it's 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 Macatia goal and Bono's saying that in concert <laughs> like eighty thousand fans somewhere I'm going oh he showed me that the first time I the first time yeah, I went yeah, there so I was yeah, walked in yeah, come come and watch this he had it on a loop. I tell you what he'll be telling everyone now he's got in your five side team <laughs> yeah, he's got my five, he's got in defence of my five yeah. side team look at this this is Bono shouting my name yeah. in front of 90,000 people and this is Sam this is, Mason this is Sam, on In The Stiffs this is Sam on In The Stiffs podcast he's put me in the team not in his midfielder as a defender despite what he was saying about Torbs yeah. <laughs> any stories I hear about him is always he's not the cleverest either is he he wasn't he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't the sharpest knife he'd have a comeback for that though wouldn't yeah, he you don't yeah, need to be when yeah, you've got all my yeah, money or yeah, exactly. like I'm, I'm clever enough to count my money yeah. he, he was like that all the time um, midfielders then Dave must have some good midfielders in there when you yeah, start yeah. off, do um, just to, I'll, I'll name a few who I played with who unfortunately I haven't got in my midfield too. Joe Allen, I absolutely love playing with Joe Allen, proper player. Now, proper I did have player. him down because I did play with him at Wrexham, so yeah. I, I have already written his name down. Yeah, he was, he was what a lovely lad oh, he was. He, was he came to us as a, as a young lad, That's he must right. have only been 19 with or 20. Dean Saunders, didn't he? Yeah, yeah Dean Saunders, right. and he was like the nicest lad ever. But um, keep ball, he's only he's, he's tiny and he's he was like pass. he was young and he was quite weak then, but keep ball. He, he is the best player I played with for that side foot pass on the ground, just crisp. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Play one touch, just bam, gets it off real quickly, never bobbles. He's got and he's brave as anything in possession as well. Yeah, for a little lad, yeah. isn't it, as well? Yeah, he's brave in possession, but he, he threw a tackle in as well, couldn't he, sometimes? Yeah. You have to, but, don't you, if you're gonna play that. Yeah, he's, he's, to, he's yeah. tenacious. He's got a bit of a anger management as well. Like he's show he'll lose he'll lose the plot sometimes, Joe, as well. And all the boys run about, he just sees red and he's he's gone. But he, it's like because like, he's little, isn't he? They're all like that. All the little, yeah, mate. it's a real like thing. That. All the little it's lads real. I played with. I remember, like, need to <laughs> me um, going on about the Euros again. But the first, the first game I started, and Joe was playing alongside me, 
And I'm thinking, my first thought was, right, just get one pass away. Do you know what I mean? This is massive for me. It was massive for all of us, but I felt like loads of pressure, right? Whatever happens, when I get the ball, just keep your first pass. I remember James Chester played as me. I just passed him straight back. Dave, there's no go one yeah, around you. Yeah, turn honestly. out. No, go on, you have yeah, it back. Give it straight back. Whereas Joe Allen, he was just coming across me. Yeah, I'll have it, I'll have it, getting it, turning, zinging it all Brilliant. over the pitch. And I just thought, like, that's, that's the, difference. That's the that. difference in levels. You know what I mean? He's thinking, this is my stage to shine. I'm thinking, don't make a mistake. Don't make a yeah. mistake. I thought he was going to be at Liverpool a little bit longer, you know, because he actually did well there, didn't he? He did. He was so unlucky. It was kind of, he got made the scapegoat, didn't he? When Brendan Rodgers first so. went there. I and thought so. He was always his wee yeah. little Joe, they used to call him, didn't they? Yeah. And he it, just, it's, it's just that echelon of players, though, yeah, isn't it? It's I, I like, think oh. it's, it's, it's that levels again, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I think he's absolute top yeah. player, but if, you know, to go and play centre mid for Liverpool. But he should he should have played a lot more in the Premier League. Like, he went to Stoke yeah. and they got relegated. He should have gone back into the Premier League. He was but that he, good. Definitely. I watched him a lot at Stoke and, yeah. and he, he did well. I mean, when, when, when they were struggling, he, he was brilliant. He yeah. was man of the match all the time. You'd have him in your team all the time. Like, whoever's manager would then want yeah, him. Because in yeah, we, well, we wouldn't have him in the team. Because yeah. <laughs> neither of us have picked him in our final yeah. team. <laughs> um, <laughs> You'd have him uh, in the squad. Yeah. J.B. O'Hara, just for ability-wise at Wolves, he was different class. Do you remember Simon Davis? Spurs, yeah, Fulham. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, played at Wales. He was he really was class as well, and a lad called John Swift at Reading who's still playing now. He was like a proper proper player. If you get a chance to watch him for Reading, he's like another one who's just an absolute maverick. How old is he, Dave? He's must be mid twenties. He's he's one of those lads who's I don't know. He perhaps come across as a little bit comfortable. He's happy being at Reading. That's my impression. But he's got the ability to be like at the very very top. Yeah, he's one of those ones with eyes eyes in the back of his head. I'll be pressing him in training, thinking I've got him here, and he just does a Cruyff, and I think he hasn't seen me. How does he know that I'm coming? And he, he had that sort of vision and awareness, scores goals. But um, the the two I've gone for, I'll start with um, Ruben Neves. Oh, so flipping like it. flipping it, Dave. what a footballer. <laughs> Um, unbelievable and he, he came to Wolves at 18 he'd, he'd been captain in Porto at 18 when he signed was he? yeah and I thought he come we kind of got he got the number 8 shirt they paid whatever fees for midfield. 18 years old I think right that's me done <laughs> <laughs> I sold, sold yeah. three months later is he a winger? is he a winger? he got his kids no Dave yeah. he's a midfielder what? oh yeah. bollocks <laughs> and then um, he comes straight out to um, Austria in this pre-season under Nuno he looked okay in training first couple of games out there didn't do a lot of football not suits the English league, this lad, but then got back to Compton, the training ground, and all of a sudden he just, he must have just felt at home a little bit more, and he was just a joke in, yeah. in training. Like a, a moment which sticks out for me, we're playing this this shape that Nuno always used to do, sort of full width pitch, but only box to box, so it's nice and wide, and we're playing in 11 v 11, and there's been like a tackle in midfield, the ball's bounced up, and he's just ran onto it. It's gone about 10, 15 yards in there, and he's just ran onto it first time, half volley, and it stayed about a foot off the ground for about 50 yards straight to Matt Doherty. And everyone's just kind of looked at him. And then, yeah. Was that, was that yeah, look? Real, yeah. <laughs> and then later in the session, we've gone into a 5 at the end. And he's chipped John Ruddy, who's a big lad, yeah. from about seven yards out. <laughs> <laughs> like proper over his head into the top corner. I was like, what's going on? But then I, I watch Wolves a lot now. And he's just... He's just turning into one of the, the best midfielders Rose in the Rose. Premier League. I'm, Honestly, I'm surprised I, they've held, held on to him, you know, the last, yeah, last year or so. I hope to God he stays at Wolves, but if, if, you're, if you're Man United, any, any of the top teams, I even think like someone like Liverpool would, yeah. would, would take him because he's agree. only 24, is he maybe? Know. Is that all he is? Yeah. He's, he's it, frightening, isn't he? He's got everything as that holding midfielder, his range of passing yeah, is outra it's outrageous. He's got a bit of physicality about him now, but he just dictates the tempo of a game. Wolves will play at the pace Ruben Neves plays up, and that's 
if he gets anything compliment. on a second phase 25 yards out you just yeah. think this this could be a goal don't yeah. you or he's setting someone up yeah he'll, he'll shape to shoot and just slide someone in um, some lovely players Wolves who I'm there to watch yeah. it's a good team to watch really at good. the moment isn't yeah. it yeah. with him and Matino in midfield yeah oh it's absolutely just, class just some people like that I just like you just love watching them play football don't you just yeah. six years ago they had Ed, Edwards in there <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, they they've come believe, a long they, way, they, David. They can't, hey. they can't believe their luck. Um, <laughs> and 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 then the other lads I'll go for. So I'd, I'd have. So I've got Connor Cody at the back organising. I've got Ruben Neves, who's just the ball player in the middle of pitch. And then I've got a little bit of a, a maverick in Aaron Ramsey. He's another one. I talk about bravery, nice. like Joe Allen on the ball. He is the bravest footballer I've ever played with in terms of being able to go and get a ball in the difficult position where most people are thinking, I'm not even going to show it because there's no way I can keep it. If I lose it, I'm going to be in trouble. He will just give you an option wherever he is on the pitch. Did um, he come through Arsenal? Or has he no, been Cardiff. Cardiff as a kid? Cardiff, Cardiff, Cardiff as a kid. Yeah, Cardiff as a kid. Arsenal signing from yeah. Cardiff and obviously events. He was, he was in the Wales team at sort of, was in the 21s at like 15, 16, then got yeah, into the Wales team straight away. He's Welsh, wasn't he? He was in the Wales yeah. He was in the Welsh squad when he was two. Yeah, 23 caps when he was nine. <laughs> but even like his, his his first session with with the first team, like you just you just knew he was a proper proper player. Just nothing phased him. The one thing I will say about Rambo is I mentioned before about you want Gareth Bell on your five aside team, and I know this is a five aside team, but it is hit or miss with Rambo because he does not give a crap if he gives the ball away. He will try anything in training, so yeah. he'll get it. He'll flick it around the corner. Yeah. He'll Cruyff everywhere. He step over, flip, and it gets competitive in training, doesn't it? Yeah. Liability. So he, he doesn't care doing it on his own goal line. So you give goals away, but just the audacity to do it, and then he does the hardest thing in foot when he turns up on a match day and he plays. He, he can create goals. He'll take on the difficult pass. He gets in the box and scores. The hardest thing in football to takes do, a lot of courage it? to do it that. It does, it, yeah. Level. So you've got the easy pass out, out wide to the winger, but you're going to slide it through the middle and look for those little runs or balls over the top. He was just, yeah, incredible. And he's another <laughs> one who would have, he would have left a real legacy if he didn't have as many injuries as what he did. It's yeah. kind of dampened his career a little bit. But he's still playing at Juventus, and it's not all bad. It's not all. It's not all bad. And I, like you say, I, I think players like him, you know, to have that courage to be able to do that. The problem that you've got is when you play five O's in training. At first, you start with that lethargic approach, like, that's yeah. oh, a bit of 5-0, we'll have a bit of fun, and then it just rapidly turns competitive. So when, so when someone's doing that and they're just trying stuff, I yeah. play with a lad called Bertie Braley. All, all the ability in the world, like, he used to play for QPR, and he, was, he's, um, he scored a hat-trick in the FA Youth Cup final for West Ham. Like, real good player, but he used to do things in training that were, if they come off, they're outrageous. And they would come off from time to time, but he used to rile me like crazy, just because like what yeah. you're saying there, he would try everything and he like, was that flair. Like That's why the defenders would, defenders would win in, the, in those seven yeah, sides exactly. and that, wouldn't they? Because you'd have the lads trying that and you'd have like, you, you wouldn't have any structure to your team, would you? You'd yeah. have all these lads trying these flicks. And he just, what, he just wants the ball, Rambo does, so he just goes after the ball everywhere. You know what I mean? That's the thing about, it's about being, Brave, you know, brave to get the ball. Martin yeah. O'Connor said to us all yeah. the time. It's easy to play when you're three 0 down yeah. in some ways, but it's, you got to get on. If you one nil, if you one nil up, brave to get on yeah. the ball. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And the, the the one other thing about Rambo is the big occasion. It's just like, yeah, this is me. Bigger the occasion, yeah. He steps I'm, I'm going to go and score. I'm going to do something magical. Like you look at him, yeah. The big Wales games, he has been like the main man. Do you know what I mean, he's almost like he's he's a bit unlucky. He's had Gareth Bale in the same era as him because he'd have gone down as sort of the number the, one, the best of his era. But he's got Gareth players. Bale, who's just kind yeah, of it's another level. excelled. But yeah, great great player. time, isn't it for Wales? That yeah, you've got them too. Yeah, and then you've got obviously 
the young lads coming through now. You've got some proper, yeah, I've, I've left a little bit of a, a legacy as well. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> a drinking legacy after the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> Have you mentioned your midfielders, Gav? I mentioned some of them, yeah. We could have yeah. played in defence. But no, <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. No, no. So a couple of mine. I'll, I'll probably talk about more so the, the lads that people might know. So Ben Smith. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you say like before. Rambo, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Just trying stuff, just yeah. just to drive me insane. But ability-wise, and banter as well in a five-a-side, yeah. he'd like he could get people riled up. You'd be like a coiled spring when you were going home because he just he'd have you twisting you up. Yeah. And if, if you get if he's beating you as well, like, oh. he's just coming for you all the time. Hey, yeah, they come on it. Oh, he's got it. He can't do anything. And, and as you're walking, over, it's all right, boys. There's always next week. And yeah. you're like, oh god, like yeah, he but. Smudger in those tight areas of a fiver, though, with his. You can't his get near feet. him, mate. Feet. Can't get near him. With, he was with, his, so with good. his coat that's not even tied oh, as well. Like a human, no, no shin pads yeah. on, like you're trying to do him and everything, aren't you? Lads, not, lads, not a little bit of mud on him. <laughs> He'd be like, lads, lads, leave it to me, leave it to me. Yeah. He'd be doing all that. Oh, he's brilliant. Uh, so, yeah, Smudger being there. Um, Jeff Minton, who I spoke, my little Maradona, yeah. very much like. Smudger, that like low centre of gravity, ridiculous. That one of them that you'd think I've got him, and you'd go and press him. You go, what? Where's the ball gone? Yeah. Like you'd, oh shit, where's the ball gone? <laughs> and he'd be round you, and then he'd be the other side of you. He was frightening. Um, so it's that sort of, I suppose, that light minded. But I played with a lad actually, Geordie Sam. You'll you'll know you, Jamie McLenn. Oh yeah, he was yeah. come to Shrewsbury. Yeah. yeah. Oh lad. my god, he's the funniest lad. So he was basically him and his brother in the reserves at Newcastle. No, no sign ever of anything that he's ever going to get in the first team. And then Rude Hullet came in, didn't he? And started being a bit controversial when he got Shearer out and he got uh, Ferguson out. Yeah, and then Rob, he he literally been called to train with the first team. Oh, brilliant. This is fantasy. Training with the first team for a week. And as he's walking down the the tunnel through the training ground, someone's gone, oh, congratulations. What are you talking about? They're going, you're playing tomorrow. He's like, all right. Thinking... We've got a game tomorrow. Yeah. So going, you better go and look at your name on the board. So he's gone up there and Rob Lee's been scrapped and he's playing, he's starting. And Rudolph's not said a word to him. <laughs> that, was that in the, that in the Champions League or something? Did he play in the Champions League? He played in Champions yeah. League. Played, played 20 games in the Premier League, Champions League. But he was so funny. And then he played that game. And then during the week, he got home and there was like an A4 envelope and it just had the Newcastle emblem on it. So he was like, oh, it must be something from the club, obviously. Maybe just some policies or whatever. He's opened it up and it's like a new four-year contract on like... I think it was something like 10 grand a week or whatever. And him and his missus just started crying in the living room going, <laughs> what is going on here? And obviously Rob Lee's like training on his own. That's legend Rob Lee's going, what's happening I wonder how long this is going to last. And um, yeah, he played, but he was so funny because he's so vocal. And he'd be like, give it to TikTok. Yeah, give, it, TikTok. give it to TikTok. Yeah, and he'd be yeah. doing all of that. And he'd be, that's what he used to call himself. And he'd be like, yeah, let me have the ball. And he'd be like, um, I'll wear my Rolex in the five O's. I'll wear my Rolex and all of that. <laughs> just just time myself how long I've got the ball for and stuff. He was fantastic. So he, he, he came on loan to Shrewsbury, didn't he? I remember his first session oh, for Shrewsbury mate. was at Walford College. And he turned up and was like, what is this? And we were like, it's like a cowfield, what we trained on at Walford And he's College, tiny, right? isn't he? But then his first game as well. So, his, so he didn't know the Lazare. I can't remember who he did it on. But he's a bit of a prankster, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he brought a, he brought some super glue with him, and he glued one of the last trainers to the floor. So, yeah. <laughs> so they come back in after the game, got a shower, they go to get their shoes on, <laughs> slip one foot in, and they start stumbling over. Like, <laughs> just giggling away. Day one, day one, yeah, day one. one. No, no one even knows his name. Yeah, yeah no one even because he. It, what had happened with him as well? Obviously, the whole Hullet saga had sort of fallen by the wayside. So Bobby Robson had come in now and started to be sensible again and bring the right yeah. players in and he, he was a bit at the end of, but he was um, he was due to sign for Wolves for a million pound so he was literally on the 54 
And he got a call from Bobby Robson saying, oh, you're going to have to come back. Can't remember the reason. And he was like, look, I really want to go to Wolves. Like, it's all done. Like, it was all agreed. And he's like, are oh, you going to come back? It's not happening now. And, uh, and he, that was it. He, he lost his head. And he, he struggled after that a little yeah. bit. He went to Shrewsbury. And he, he needed to play at that higher level a little bit. I think that was that sort of suited his game. And like, yeah. like you say, when he started getting onto them, them naughty pitches yeah. and the bubbles and stuff, yeah. yeah, he just started yeah. losing his head. Um, I've got some like... Uh, some guys I used to play with back in the day, a guy that, uh, he won the conference with Colchester, actually a guy called Nicky Smith, brilliant left foot. Uh, John Adams, who I've already mentioned. A lad I played with at Nuneaton, who's at Brackley now, I played with him at Solio as well. And he was sort of like that younger guard that sort of, you know, you sort of almost try and mentor a little bit. And him and Gaz Dean, and uh, his name's James Armisen. And he was like that one who does nothing and would just score. And you'd just be screaming at him, like, you're not tracking runners, you're not doing this. And he'd just always pop up with that goal. And with it, one nil. What mate, was the pitch? Yeah. Mate, he was so infuriated. <laughs> and him and Gaz Dean, Gaz Dean, literally, he has to give everything because he has to make the best of himself yeah. and his ability. And he'd be in the gym and he'd have like 1% body fat and all of this. James and Jim would just turn up and just be like strolling. <laughs> and, it, and he'd be having a screaming at him going, James, you're pathetic. Look at your body. You're like a drop trifle. You need to get in the gym and all of this. And J- James would just be like, yeah, all right, guys. Yeah, whatever, mate. He'd go, you're a disgrace and all that. And then like literally we'd get on a Saturday and he'd score one nil and he'd be like, is everyone all right? Does everyone want a drink? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> are you all right? Yeah. Are you off down the gym now? Or because I just like, stick with me, lads. I'm just going to drink that. this bottle of champagne. I've just got yeah. the man of the match. Mate, yeah. he's, uh, and that's his, that was his character as well, like on a, on a pitch. He was just so like, um, if you got into that final third, he could be so good. Again, like real brave about what you were saying there about that final ball and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. He was really good. Um, but I think if I was going to go with my two midfielders, I can't put Jody Bannam in there because I didn't actually, although me and Jody are good Stryker, mates. Yeah. yeah, I haven't put Jody, but I mean, Jody Bannam for the record is the best five-a-side player in the world. Yeah. But he's, he's not in my, he's not one of my team either because I, I spoke to him two days ago and he resents the fact that we've he's been named as a, as a stone. I compared I compare him to a, a, a huge stone. Yeah, yeah he wasn't. I know he spoke... That was his reference to the amount of movement. I know he's spoken to you. I can't say what his response was to me, yeah. but I spoke to him two days. He resents that. Okay. So I'll put that on record for him. <laughs> um, yeah, I think if I'm going to do it, it's got to be Mintz. Jeff Minton's got to be in there. He was yeah, just the, so... Uh, Canvey Island Maradona. Maradona. Yeah. The non-league Maradona. Yeah. Let's say that. Because Canvey Island doesn't do him justice. And I'm probably going to have to go with Ben Smith. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Just so Class. good. And, and sort he, of players. And I'd only just, play him if he made sure he didn't tie his laces up. <laughs> yeah. I must say I'm worried about the structure of your team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I, what I will say about my team is there's not a lot of heart in my team. There's not a lot, mine's more of a fantasy five-a-side yeah, football yeah. team. Yeah, there's not a lot of heart in my team what, so it's, far. It's, it's a fans five-a-side team, isn't they? Yeah. You know, like all the fans who want all the flair players yeah, playing. Yeah, I was entertaining. Yeah. You score lads, for entertainment, aren't lads, you? Lads, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, we're picking a team cool, for the yeah. World Cup, right. are we? Um, I've got <laughs> a few. Is it, is this, it's not a tournament, no? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I thought we'd try to sort it out, get well, them together. Well, I can arrange it. We'll definitely arrange that. Definitely. Oh, for picking the best ones, I'll take myself out of sentiment. Yeah. I've got a few. Alex Ray. Did you play with Alex Ray? No, but I, I did. Um, I did a podcast with with him, like a live yeah. live show at Wolves. Great, 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 guys. great. But I'm thinking about midfielders, though. You know, these days we're all like CDMs and CEMs, and I like like the old school. Why, like, why, why on? Why aren't you both? What's CEM? So you, CDM, you, so you said defensive CDM, CEM, yeah, CEM. attacking midfielders. Does, 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 does your yeah? Does your lad Hugo call it a cam? My lad, yeah, cam, cam. I said he was playing cam. I know cam. He's a CDM. I'm like, oh, he's not a midfielder. Like <laughs> uh, two midfielders, one sits, one goes. Yeah, 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 I've got yeah. um, Lee Clark, 
great football. I think he got an England cap. A great football. And I was a kid at Newcastle. He was a few years older than me. And he was like, when I was sort of 12 and 13 playing for Newcastle, he was sort of captain of England under 16s and stuff. So he was always like a hero. And then, then he came to Sunderland and he used to travel in sometime and go out together. We used to score a few games together. And he was, he was brilliant. A class act. Dead funny bloke. He's out in Saudi Arabia now, is he? Is it Saudi Arabia or Dubai or Abu Dhabi, somewhere know, like that? A, he, had a, he had a really good spell of management. Huddersfield had a great run. Do and you, then it do just, you know it where he ended up? Out. He ended up at Blythe. Blythe Spartans, And we yeah. played against him. And um, we'd been on a, a bit of a good run at Telford. And then we went to Blythe and it's a horrible place to go. Like, yeah. fans there, like they're on you constantly, like from minute one. And we lost. But as we, as we were leaving, he was like... Come on then, lads. Come on then. In you come. And all of this took us, it took us into his office. And I was like, Lee, obviously, like, thanks for inviting us in. Because that's, that's what managers would do back in the day. They don't do it so much now. But you'd always invite the away manager in for a drink and a little bit of a conversation. I suppose at the top level, it's more wine. But it, <laughs> what made me laugh was his, his office was dilapidated. It was shot to pieces. But he had a fridge there. And he had, like, a desk. And that yeah. was it. And uh, he was like, yeah, then. And he got it's these bottles of Moretti out. He went, yeah, have a beer. Essentials. And, I, and I reckon... Within about 15 minutes, we had four bottles of beer and I was wobbling. And I was thinking, I was, every single time I was finished, I was going, Lee, really thanks for having us today. Really appreciate it. Congratulations. And I look forward to seeing you in the return leg. And he'd go, yeah. And he'd go on to another story and clap out another one. Yeah. And all the lads are on the coach going mental because we've got about a thousand hours to get home. Oh, I used to hate that oh. when managers, when managers used to go for a drink afterwards yeah. and take ages. Peter, we used to all the time. It's so annoying. Were you one of them when you were manager then, Gav? All the lads waiting on the coach and you were having a beer with them. Well, I didn't want to be, but I was absolutely out of my nut by the time I'd come out of there because 20 minutes later, I'd had flipping six or seven bottles of Moretti and I stumbled back onto the coach <laughs> trying to apologise to the lads. And it was him. He was just going, have another one, yeah. have another one. But he made me laughing. There was a there was a lad who played for Blythe for about 15 years. He's like a legend at that club uh, called Robbie Dale. And he'd been very vocal. He's obviously a fan's yeah, favourite. Yeah, yeah, and he'd, and he'd, yeah, been a good player over the years. And he, um, he'd he been very vocal because they were bottom of the league and like they were going for a tough time, no budget or whatever. And <laughs> um, Lee Clark was telling me a story. He was like, you know, he's on Twitter. He's being vocal, thinks he's clever around the board and the fans. He said, all I've got to do is put out one tweet and I'll have 10,000 Geordies yeah. down here screaming yeah. my name. Yeah. And I was like... I'll make you right a little bit. I bet he you could right. as well because he's that much yeah. of a legend, didn't yeah. he? And he was like, he went, Robbie, Robbie's got 50 people in that corner there. I'll have one tweet and you'll have 10,000 yeah. Geordies in. I thought, yeah, you <laughs> well, I loved him at Newcastle because he was a young lad, look, yeah. lad, he was brilliant. That's why, that's why I remember him. That's what, like more for that than when he was at Sunderland. He's still like great footballer at Sunderland, but when a young lad coming through Newcastle, he was brilliant. But um, he's at Sunderland. But I quite, quickly, quickly, mate, you know when um, you talk about the, the bus story there when you're annoyed with the manager getting like, yeah. oh, a great one with Mick McCarthy. So Mick was all always late on the bus and the lad used to he used to be Worse. furious that he was like we're, we've lost a game or something like that we're waiting on the bus or we just want to get home um, and it's kind of a bit of a running theme every week and then I think it was Matt Murray at the time Mick was obviously late and it got to six o'clock and we said right then we're going to watch the clock and whatever number it lands on after six so if it's one minute past what, if you're squad number number one you have to get up and say oh, no, see us to go and say what time do you call this big nose <laughs> And and what was your squad number? I was four. Oh, no, no, no. I, I thought I thought I was safe because he was always ages. Like we were yeah. talking about twenty past six, twenty five past six. Oh. Anyway, he walks on two minutes past six. Oh. Poor Neil Collins. You no, he, he was at Sunderland. He'd have been just after your your time. And he's Scottish lad. And to be fair to Neil, he's brave as anything. He yeah. got up. Mick walked on. He goes. 
What time do you call this then, Big Mutt? Uh, big oh, Nose? <laughs> How did Mick react to that? He was raging. <laughs> but then everyone erupted Neil laughing. Neil got released. Yeah. yeah, everyone erupted laughing. I think we had won that game. Um, but yeah. Peter Reed used to do that and Kevin Ratcliffe. I don't know, it must have been an Everton thing again. It would always be, right lads, all of you, you used to go for beer after the game in the, in the, um, the players' lounge, all of you on the bus, half five, say. And we'd all be on the bus at half five and Peter Reed would come on sort of quarter past six and we'd all be going are you going to say something who's going to say something say something you yeah. say something then he'd Peter Reed get on wouldn't say anything yeah. but lads would just go just put their head down no one yeah. would say anything yeah yeah everything alright lads yeah sound gaffer yeah. we <laughs> said know, it last week be brave be brave someone says get drunk and they just lose all their inhibitions and like I've always been alright like when I've known people are in the vicinity I've, I can always sober up when I need to so when when some lads and yeah. they just, they've got no inhibitions have they and they just completely go because they've had too many beers and the, the gaffer gets it in here yeah. <laughs> we used to shout at the driver all the time driver driver get your foot down driver 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 drive <laughs> driver we used, I mentioned him earlier um, youngie from Telford and he used to sit at the front and um, he used to just do it because he's a keeper isn't he and they're all psychos like and um, and we used to, I used to go youngie and he wouldn't respond I go youngie Nothing again. I go, yeah, he go, what? I go, sit at the front now. <laughs> and he'd just be like, why? What about. are you doing? <laughs> no, go um, I was Lee, Lee Clark. I've seen about, um, I should travel in with him to games. I remember one time, like, this is, you know, like, so you just get, you get sometimes working in football clubs, don't you? Such busy people work, you know, some amazing people, some busy people, like stewards. I remember we walked up driving in with Lee Clark in the mass area. And we're driving to the ground stadium at like 20 past one. Stewards stopped him. Stop there. It's like Lee Clark in the car. Stop. Like Lee Clark's wound the window down. Car park pass. Like Lee Clark's gone, oh. Like you just give the lads a car park yeah, passes, yeah. but like half the lads would forget it, them. Yeah. He's like, oh, I've lost my pass. Sorry, mate. Can't help you. <laughs> Lee Clark. Lee Clark's gone, pardon? Sorry, mate. Can't help you. Obviously, me and the masseur are laughing our <laughs> Loving it, yeah. Clark going, oh, well, that's it. Lee Clark's gone, oh. Can you go and tell Peter Reid then that his centre midfield and captain can't play today against whoever it was, Chelsea, yeah. because um, <laughs> you're not letting him on the car park, please. And in the yeah, end, yeah. I don't know what happened. I think he, he radioed through to someone. I think he radioed through. Lee Clark hasn't got his car park pass. I think someone obviously yeah. has just gone, well, just let him park his car anyway. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's playing centre mid. He's playing centre mid today. Park where you want. I've got a few like Bradley Johnson, you know, Bradley Johnson, left footer, the dog in that. He's at Northampton with he, Leeds. He's had a Great proper football. career, he has. Great he's a Blackburn now, isn't he? Still playing. Oh, yeah. is he? Great he used to hate playing against them. Strong as an ox, wasn't he? Yeah, strong, fit, left footer. Yeah. I remember him at like, Leeds. Great when he was at Leeds. Leeds, Norwich, Blackburn, Northampton Norwich, with him. Um, I played with a few like Ian Taylor, and like the Aston Villa yeah. lad. I mean, he was like, he was 38 when I played. I used to travel in with him. Brilliant, brilliant lad, Tails. I mean, he couldn't, he was 38, but he could still get around the pitch. But I think in his day, he was good. But I need to mention um, Danny Sonner. Does anybody know, <laughs> anybody come across Danny oh, Sonner? Yeah. All I remember is when what? he was at Ipswich when he was younger and he got done, didn't he? He got what? banned. He got done for what? He got, he got done, got, yeah. I think he was with drugs, wasn't it? Oh, was yeah, it? Yeah, when oh, he was younger. Know. I think he got done on a night out and caught, All right. caught with drugs. Or what something. a lad. He came to Wrexham when I was at Wrexham. I remember his first day of training. And I was injured, and all the lads had gone out like half ten start, and it was like twenty nine minutes past ten. He was getting a he was getting a massage, like he obviously hadn't even hadn't even done a training session yet, getting a massage. Uh, I already introduced myself. I said, "Danny, the, the lads are out now," and he's like, 
They'll wait, Sam. They'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> and he just cut, he come out again with his boots not fastened like Ben yeah, Smith. Yeah. His hair all slicked back. Just come jogging on. I'm here, lads. We were like near the bottom of the league. I'm here, lads. The saviour's here. Look, the saviour's <laughs> here. And like, it, 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 he said, when he was at Port Vale, he said, when I was at Port Vale, Sam, he used to give me the bottle of champagne for my the match before the game. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, he said, all I need, he said, who have I got playing in centre mid with me on Saturday? Just give me one of these crisp packets, one of these young lads, one of these crisp packets who's just going to fly around and get me and get them the ball to me. That's all I want to do. <laughs> and we, um, we lost 2-1. I can't remember which team it was, Wickham or someone, we lost 2-1. And he scored. And we lost 2-1. So in the dressing room afterwards, all a bit quiet. And he's gone. And all the, like, the gaffer's gone out. He's like, gaffer's like, get changed, you know, get on the bus. Danny Son has gone, well, some of you lads need to look at yourself. I scored. If you'd all done what I'd done, would have won 11 2. that shout. He's gone, he just came out with things oh, all the time. Brilliant. He was brilliant. Like, he's one of, like, let the players play. You know, let the say, players Jay play. McLean, yeah. Ben Smith, them yeah. sort of lads. Put, let the players play. Let the runners run. Let the players you play. You hold carries, just stay yeah. back there. No, Give it to the players. No one's turned up at the ground today and paid their entrance fee to see you <laughs> running with it, the ball, yeah. Sam. Get the ball to me as soon as you can. Get, tell the other Chris Packets, tell your mates the Chris Packets right. to get. Get me the ball. That is Ben Smith to say that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going with one. I'm just going with Lee Clark. I should mention yeah. Joe Allen as well because he was quality. But and you go with two strikers. I'm going with two strikers. Not a lot oh, of width there, is straight, it? Straight into your strikers. Then who you got? Right. Uh, there's three really I was going to pick. I've got. I've got. I've got to mention. I'm going to mention a couple quickly. Chris Greenacre, Tramia. They're always saying the team is Chris. Team of Greenacres. Like he was like an Alan Shearer, like a poor man's Alan Shearer. That's no offense. Chris Greenacre because obviously <laughs> yeah yeah um, obviously like it's true he's been on you know, Luke Ryan and Gemma but unfortunately the, it's levels isn't it they were they were quality players in their own right but levels so I'm skipping over those three Calvin Zola I need to mention as well remember him yeah, Calvin remember, Zola yeah. what a lad he was he was Tramier wasn't he he was a Tramier with yeah. me he'd been a crew for four years before Tramier he had two kids said he was 19 he was, he was from the Congo, wasn't he? No one had a clue. Oh, no. But I think I've got, I've got Mike. Well, it's, he's going to be sub. This one's going to be sub for me, Michael Bridges. Like, and you just said there that, you, like, I think before we went on, you said that you'd look at him and just think, what's he going to offer? But he was a joke, wasn't he? Yeah, Mike. Um, in training, I, I mean, I've said before when we were we were sort of seventeen, eighteen. I was thinking, I'm I'm loads better than him. We used to train, and he'd be, the ball would be bouncing off his knee. Lads would be going, for goodness sake, Bridgie, hold it up. But then he would do something that no one else was capable of doing. You know, seeing like a Maradona spin, or he'd do it like a step over and just shift it and just stick one in the top corner. And you talk about like Aaron Ramsey and Joe Allen, like on the big occasion, the bigger the game, the better Michael Bridges played. So in the res- he'd play for the reserves on a Wednesday and be useless, like a waste of time. You'd be playing... Playing against Derby reserves, draw one-one, he'd be terrible. Worst player on the pitch, and it come to Saturday, and he'd come on a sub after sixty minutes and score two, and he, he's just yeah, and the higher he got, then he went, then he lead signed him for five million, yeah, and everybody was like, that. that's that's a lot of money for him. Then he went there, and he scored like I think eight or nine Champions League goals yeah, flying, in one season. It was brilliant, and he'd do things like that other people couldn't do. But yeah, other times he would look awful. But it's always that sort of super strength that stands him out. So he was someone who was special. But he's on the bench. I'm just going up top, Quinn Phillips. Yeah, yeah, got to. Yeah, like the come as a, pa- the come as a pair. Yeah, yeah. Quinn Phillips yeah. come as a pair. <laughs> like because 
unstoppable. So you've gone full on two up front years. and a five aside. You, you can't leave them two out. I'm just worried. It's below head height as well. I'm just yeah. worried yeah. Yeah. against you that like Quinn's going to get bullied by Solves. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, every time you try and hit the big man, they'll just get a free kick for over the night. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I mentioned it in the last podcast, but what like what a double act. Yeah. Yes. We just yeah. hear Quinn Phillips all the time. Put Go down in folklore, wouldn't they? Didn't even head it though, now Quinn, a lot of the time. He'd come to the back stick and he'd headed something, but a lot of the time he just chest, chest it. it yeah. He chest it and side footed back to Kev Phillips and Super Kev just come in in like volleys, like unbelievable right era when it for Sunderland oh. and that. Unbelievable era. Them two were your absolute quintessential yeah. big that man, little big man. man. Like a yeah. modern day well, not modern day anymore, but modern like Toshat and Keegan. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Just you just don't get that anymore, do you, in football? No. You know, the, t- the the two forwards like that, little man and the big man, but it worked brilliantly. Get two decent wingers, cross the balls. Is that what you said about when Wolves had that season? Yeah. Wingers, wingers yeah. So in your five aside, so you're... Wi- oh, no, you ain't got any wingers. I've got, I've got no... No, no wingers. Makatea could just drop up to him. Can't go above head height. Makatea is just dropping that into Phillips and You're you're out and out defender, Makatea. Lee Lee Clark's probably not going to touch the ball in my team. He doesn't need to. I might as well have put anyway. I'm going to put myself in there. He's all right with that anyway, I think. I'll just put myself in there. Have Makatea dropping it up. Quinn knocks it down. Phillips scores. Don't need anybody else in midfield. Well, Lee Clark will be in the car park when he can't get in. And Michael Bridge used to come on as sub. If, um, but he can, he can come on for Lee Clark. Let's go three up. Let's go three up top. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. Have, so, you got, have you got a front? So strikers. The, the money position. I've got some. It's hard, isn't it? Because some midfielders in five zero. <laughs> there's no point having an in behinder. You need a link player. See where I'm right. going with this now. And I Fourth, think you know, is it Sorbs? How <laughs> <laughs> many midfielders can you get in one five side? Too? <laughs> I've got. When you're talking link players, play with Lee Hughes. Lee yeah. Hughes. He's gonna a character. Sh- going to struggle to get round him to get the ball back. Handful. Proper handful. Literally blink and it's a goal. Yeah. Never known anyone to have... Like him and Michael Symes are like, were so similar in terms of like their finishing, the way they held the ball up, the way they could like muscle a defender really and outthink a defender. Symes, he was the one that I used to go up against in training. I think I said it before and I just... I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Lee Hughes, Lee Hughes outthinking <laughs> someone. He, he, he's not the sharp. He's not the sharpest. Football intelligence yeah. is different, isn't it? And, and like... Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him a bad rap on that one. I think obviously he's had a bad he had a bad time previously, but like football intelligence wise, he had, he had a bit. You know, he's one of them where you know when we talk about football strength, and he would like he was a strong boy anyway. But just as it, as it was coming in, and that just that little nudge when you were sort of off balance, and that he just always knew the timing. And so, it, it, in terms of a link player, I've got like him. Can I say, can I say what, what a lad he is? The wizard. Oh. He had um, at Lou Rogers' wedding. Said me and my wife were sat with him and his wife, and what what a character. He played for Telford then. Yeah, yeah, he came to Telford. Did you, yeah. you signed him? Yeah, uh, no, no, he was. It was before me, but I ended up rooming with him. We went on a night out to Newcastle, and uh, yeah, I ended up being lumbered rooming with him. And he's very, um, he's very vocal and very charismatic, shall we say, <laughs> when he's had a beer. But at the end of the night, I've come back to the hotel. I get back and I've walked in, and there's a there's a group of people in the foyer around someone sat on a chair. Obviously, the person in the chair is Husey, and he's sat there, bolt upright, but staring forward, his eyeballs really wide, and they're trying to sort of say to me, you okay, sir? Everything all right? (laughs) He's just there, like a mannequin. So I've sort of seen it from a a little bit of a distance and gone in and gone, Husey, are you all right? And then he just snapped out of this, like, trance and went, yeah, mate, yeah, have you got the key? Yeah, yeah, I've got a key in my pocket. And then all these people were like, we've been stood here 
for 45 minutes trying to see if he's all right, asking if he's like staying at the hotel. <laughs> and for banter, he's just sat there like a mannequin. <laughs> and I was like, has he been there for 40? They were like, yeah, 45 minutes. Just but for, Just for the crack. Oh, just yeah, just for a laugh. Yeah, just because he was waiting for me to come back from the night out. And he'd, he'd, he'd ended up, I don't know how he'd got back, but he'd got split up from the lads or whatever. But got him, remember Mike Sheeran, who come to Shrewsbury? Yeah. Quality, five aside and all that. Um, Stoke, Man City. Man City, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he came to Shrewsbury, didn't he? And in my, on my debut for Shrewsbury, he scored, played against Cheltenham, and he scored. Of course, yeah, I was there then. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. What else happened on that day? Do you remember they missed the R off his shirt? So it's just said she and or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was raging. He didn't take things out that well. Like, do, do you remember when... Big say for Shrews being Was he number wrong. seven? I want to say he's number seven. Mate, he didn't take things just, like that well. They missed the R off his kit. Because what had happened <laughs> was he's a, se- he's a saint, senior player by this time. And obviously he's sort of playing at a level that wasn't he was mm. really accustomed to. So he was the he wanted to be the big man, yeah. didn't he? But in a nice way, he was like, look, I, I've earned my respect sort of thing. So they did that. It didn't go, I remember uh, that didn't go down very well. I can't I, remember him, so I don't know whether I showed him much respect. Well, well, I, well I remember he, um, he, got, he got brought on in a game. He was absolutely fuming. He was on the bench. And to be fair, it might have been the game after that because I think he'd scored and then got left. Gary Peters left him on the bench, but uh, Gary put him on and then took him off before the end of the game. I've had that. And oh my, mate. That's, but that's, that's, that's the ultimate embarrassment, though, yeah. isn't it? You got Especially it. if you're being a, a top player and you're yeah. playing for somewhere, you know, leagues below where you've yeah. played before. Well, well fair play Hot to him. Tick. He literally come in. And Gary was Gary didn't like anyone moving when he was talking. So he weren't allowed to start getting un, undressed and stuff like that. And he was like, Mike, can you just hang on a minute? And Mike went, I don't think so, Gary, no. And he was like going, mm, if you can just, we've just got to do the debrief. And he was like going, no, you're an absolute, you're a disgrace. Like you're trying to embarrass me like that. Like, you, you know, you don't, who do you think you are and all this? And it, yeah, proper kicked off. But Mike Sheeran was like ridiculous. Like a little bit like a, a, a lighter weight Dwayne Derby. Like, you know, that link player who would sit, like, Take it, set it, really good. Lee Boylan, who I played with at Canvey, scored like in a conference, scored about 50 goals a season. He would be rapid. And um, Junior, remember Junior McDougald? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant 5 0 again. Steph yeah. Moore. We used to be at Aston Villa. Stephen yeah. Moore, Stephen Moore, Moore yeah, yeah, like yeah. goals everywhere, he, link he, player. He did in the Prem, didn't he? For yeah, Villa, he, he was, mate, he was a joke. He literally went, I played with him at Soliol and like every time the ball went into him, just stuck. And then you thought his legs were gone. But his timing was because he was all about pace when he was younger. So he turned into this link player and then the ball would just go down the sides. And because his timing was so good, he'd always get in. He was unreal. Lewis McMahon, five-a-side player. Lewis McMahon, yeah. You won't know him, Dave. So he was at Gainsborough. He's a front. Such he's a funny He's another one. Man. Then he played for Chef Wed and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Them sort of players, they're the, they're the best ones in five-a-side, aren't they? Like, he's another one having himself ridiculous. Like, when, when you look, for, when a you look through a lot of my... Oh, and again, it's the level, isn't it? When you talk about the level you play that day, there's a lot of consistency there. There's a lot of... For me, there was, there was a lot of lads who, I, I think ability-wise, on a given day... Yeah, absolutely. You, they could play... At a certain level, but he was just that consistency and that application to be able to do it over and over and over and over well, again. Well, that's why that's why at the level that Dave played at, yeah. because you know a lot of these lads would have would be similar in some ways in some terms of, in terms of ability, but it's being able to do it consistently. Whereas you see that you know it's like when people get I sometimes get frustrated when you have the giant killers because you you turned it on for one yeah. game, yeah, or two yeah. games, whereas none of the top players are doing it consistently. It's a little like bit cheating, isn't it? Out of, seven and eight out of tens every week. It's almost like you're cheating lads, yourself yeah, a little bit. Some of these it? lads will be will be an eight, but then there'll be a five, you know, for two games. Then there'll be an eight. Lewis Lewis had like maybe about 10 first team games for Sheffield Wednesday and was really about to take off 
Um, it just didn't happen for him. And then he ended up being, I think he went to, uh, it might have been York, was it, when they were in League Two. And then he sort of, he went to Gainsborough again, financially, it was good for him. And, uh, but again, he was a great lad, wasn't he? Like Australia now. Yeah, he's in Australia now. Hilarious. Um, is, he, is he listening to the podcast? He will be, yeah. Few, we've got a few listeners in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Got He'd be good on po- podcasts. He couldn't be on TV. Ugly guy. Ugly, yeah. ugly guy. Perfect, perfect face <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> perfect. We'll have to get him on. Won't do a YouTube for that one. Um, he won't like that. Uh, <laughs> Dean, Dean Sturridge went to Kidderminster for a month on loan. And um, it wasn't five aside, but all I remember about him was he, got su- he was a sub-subbed. Lost his head away at Northwich. East storage. Yeah, went mental. It's, yeah, <laughs> lost that, his head. I, that's disrespectful. Yeah. He was fuming, mate. He was fuming. Yeah, he, he, like we didn't have a deep. Was he that bad that he needed? That? No, no, no. It was it was a tactical thing because we wanted to we wanted is to. That, see is there the a little bit out. sometimes when these when these lads are playing non-league? Is there a bit of ego sometimes from a non-league manager? Possibly? I don't think it was on this occasion, but it was well harsh on him. And again, those senior lads, they, they, they've been places you, you can't mug them off, can you? You can't you can't do that to them without yeah. getting repercussions. If, if, if you know if you know you're not going to play, you want the managers to pull you and tell you the day before they don't bother yeah if you're gonna be on the bench don't bother Trav you're not gonna play tomorrow at least give him a decision do you want to come he was he was still he was still a good player but he tried to do it tactically just to see the I think we I think we were winning 2-1 away um away at Northwich and I think he wanted to see the game out and throw on another defender or whatever but yeah but it's sad but when, though, isn't it that's why I think some people don't want to play drop two yeah. low because things like that happen and it's it's, it's uncomfortable for everybody isn't oh, it? I think like, so, I yeah. like it, it wasn't right for, sub, for sub, either sub. of them yeah. Him or Mike Shearing, it wasn't right. But uh-huh. all I remember is just to talk him back up again because what a player he was at Derby and that. Oh, I played against Plus, him. Yeah. I played against him for Sunderland at Derby. The, the old baseball ground. He was frightening, wasn't he? Yeah. And he, uh, but when I was at Kidderminster, it wasn't five aside. But when we played the small sided games, every, I'm not kidding you now. Every time he got the ball, he scored. Every single time, touch shot, touch shot, touch goal, goal, goal. He was frightening. I had to, I had to mention him tonight because it was only a month I was there, but he was a joke. Who else is on there? Darren yeah, Bodfer used to be at Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. In five sharp, yeah, sharp as you Birmingham, like. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't get near him. There's a lad called, I don't know, do you remember a lad called Robbie Reinhardt? Play, I played with him right at the start of my career um, at Braintree. He scored the goal that he dined out on it that kept Brighton in the Football League. So they played Hereford on the final day. I don't know if you remember that, Wits. They played them on the final day, didn't they? And whoever won the game, basically, Brighton had to win to stay in the league. Game changer. And, and Hereford had to draw or win. And I think it was about two minutes. I think there was like something like 20,000 people there at like a bottom of the comp, uh, league two. And he scored. Um, don't think he did much else in the game, but he scored. Uh-huh. And obviously they won two. Once it kept him in the league, Hereford went down. And he's obviously got the keys to the city. So now yeah. I'm assuming he's like an ambassador there and yeah. doing all that. Oh, yeah. yeah, but um, but if I'm going to go... Who are you going with? If I'm, if I'm going to go with... Going my, with one, aren't you then? I'm going to go with one and it's so hard to pick out of them. But if I'm going to go with one, I'm going to have to go with Michael Symes, I think. I know you're slightly underwhelmed with that because you've no, got I, Phillips I, I and don't, Quinn. I, yeah, I don't but I think he'll be better than both of them put together. Symes is good. I was at Shrewsbury. He went on to play. He played champ after that, didn't he? He comes to us from Everton. Fan. Yeah, he comes to us from yeah. Everton. And I remember, do you remember we good played... Lad. He's a real good lad, good player as well. Got a handful, yeah. like big yeah. lad. We played MK Dons away, do you remember? I think we drew 2-2. I got beaten up by that Clive Platt. Do you remember the, the big yeah. lad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ross Steele. He actually smashed Colchester me to pieces. Well, yeah, yeah. I was like proper... You know when you're proper giving it everything as well, trying to like head him, headbutt him in the temple and everything, jumping up for a header and he's just... Didn't he had a couple it. of good... He had a good spam, but Ross Steele, he was banging goals for fun yeah. when he got a bit to get He was like running into the wall. Like it was ridiculous. But we drew two all, I think, and Symes, he scored two that night and he was just like, all yeah. night, he was a handful. 
but he, he could like at that point he was a handful but he could run channels he could win top hats yeah, he could his run. touch was a joke yeah he was brilliant so he'd have to be in there for me Fair good link player. player good goal scorer decent cool, cool. Um, right last one finishing right. yeah, have you got anybody decent for us to play up top here <laughs> yeah. I got a few mentions as well a lad done really well at Wolves Kevin Doyle he was one man yeah, up front. Yeah, yeah. I always liked him. Yeah, but if you're playing one man up front, he was perfect. Especially the, the team we had in the Premier League at the time. We we were always going to be, not have much of the ball, so we could clear it. And he would, he he used would, to he would, o- he would occupy he? the back four and he would keep the ball for you and he would win a throw-in or something down in the final third. Didn't get as many goals as what he's done, but good lad, good player. Craig Bellamy. Like, talk to me about Craig <laughs> Bellamy then. I don't what? think I would like him. <laughs> what I'll say about Bellas is that... He is one of the best pros I've ever played with in terms of his detail, his work rate, his, um, his intensity in training, but almost to a level which is uncomfortable to the other lads, how much he demands off players in training yeah. and things like that, which is a good thing and managers love him for it. But if you're, on, if you're doing five-a-sides for Wales and they're reading out the team and they say, Dave Edwards, Craig Bellamy, I'm like, oh, shit, I want Bellas' team. Because if you, didn't, if, you didn't pa- you out. if you didn't pass him the ball or if you gave the ball away or if you missed a shot, yeah. he would be on you and like uncomfortably on you. He would make you feel, feel horrendous. Not like trying to drive the standards, but tr- proper he, trying to dig you out. It's he, because he wanted people to be at his level. Um, and obviously at Wales at that point there wasn't many people on his level he's playing for like Man City when they yeah. had, the money was coming oh, he's a top in. player wasn't top, he? top player like his say his work ethic but his speed his finishing the runs he used to make he was a top top player but he wanted everyone to be on his level and there were some lads who just completely would go under do you know what I mean they'd go under because he would demand too much out of them and then they would go in themselves and you start playing safe and things like that that's where you have the like of Aaron Ramsey turns up to training I don't give a I don't yeah, what Bella says to me, I'm going to do what I want. But I, I remember Dean Saunders telling me about that, about Bellamy, because I remember asking him, I said, like, what's Bellamy like? Because I'd heard all these rumours, I'd heard that the Castle could be yeah. a bit of a pain. I heard, like, Alan Shearer apparently gave him a dig or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can imagine, like, like older that. pros yeah. not well, taking um, And Dean Saunders said, uh, when he was at Wales, he said, he was like, he, he was, he's full of himself, though, wasn't he, in terms of, his, yeah. which, is, which you need to be, you, yeah. need, you need to yeah. have an ego, don't you? You need, to be, you need to have self-belief. And he would say, you know, if you asked him who's better, him or Ryan Giggs, he'd go... Mm, maybe, <laughs> maybe Giggsy, you know, but like, yeah, but, you yeah, know, yeah, it would yeah. be like that. And he said, obviously, Steve Evans used to go there, didn't he, from Wrexham? Yeah. And we used to say, what are, you, what are these lads meeting him? And he told you, say, he gets on Evo all the time. Yeah. I remember saying, like, Steve Evans, like, six foot five, like a giant, all his yeah. nails. I was like, knock him out. Just knock him out. <laughs> no, no, if he says anything, if he has to go at you, just pick him up by the scruff of the neck and just. Pin him up and then I'd just punch him, Put knock him, him out. Yeah. He's got this aura about him where he'd have a good scrappy as well, though, Bellas. He's that, yeah. that type but he of just that, yeah. that little bit of arrogance, though. Like you say, he's, he's like a little lad and that, and you think, oh, just flipping, pick him up and crush him and put him in a bin. Yeah. But he's that type of lad that he's so, like, yeah. I wouldn't say delusional, but he's so, like, he, said, well, he, he, he doesn't seem to me like he endears himself to other people. And then no, he doesn't care. No, doesn't, doesn't care, care about. Care. You're about. a real winner then, a winner. Oh, yeah, just Italy. win at all costs. He's that sort of player. And if it, so I, I could have the ball in training. I've got someone to the left of me who's in a better position to score mm. a goal. And then I've got Bellas who wants the ball, but he might be in a tight angle. If I don't give it to Bellas, he is having a go at me. And the worst thing that could happen is if he's had a go at you and he gets to the point and you give the ball away and he doesn't have a go at you, he just gives you the look. 
Like, what are you doing on this pitch? <laughs> you, what you are you be. doing here? Yeah, it's not even the anger. Yeah, yeah. It's the disappointment. I'm disappointed that you're like, you're like Bellas, please blue. shout at me. Just shout at me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just shout at me, please. What was he like with gigs, though? When you because we played, I was in one squad with gigs. Yeah, so you can't. I mean, you can't. No, you're not going to start having a go at Ryan gigs, are you? Like, no, no. Well. I'm gonna say, but every yeah, but he's he the type care. of person who probably would, isn't he? That's yeah. The, yeah. So he just want he just wants to win so bad. But then you'd be at dinner time and you'd be sat next to him and you'd have one on one great guy. You know, we have a good <coughs> chat with him. He wouldn't talk about football. He'd be asking you yeah. questions about your family, oh, your yeah. life, and stuff like. That. But when it gets to like, I wouldn't even say training time. I'm saying like an hour and a half for training. He's in the gym doing his stuff for his knee. Yeah, he had knee so problems. He was like the best pro ever, and he was just all of a sudden in this mode. And he used to go mad at lads in the warm up if they, you know, we do the speed drills. Yeah he would just stop a speed drill by himself and say, <laughs> why are you not doing it properly? How are you going to get fast if you're not sprinting through these hurdles? It's brilliant in a way, yeah, isn't it? I've got to say. You know what's like that? It's a Roy Keane mentality, isn't yeah. it? Like, which know, it can be uncomfortable for people, and you know, it, but it drives standards, yeah. doesn't it? But you're not allowed to like me do a warm-up. You're kind of yeah, you're yeah. easing your way in time. Yeah, and, yeah. And like, but he is like just on it. He expects you when you turn up to training, you are flat out. But I like that it, a little it's bit. A, it's, a good, yeah. it's a good thing, but it's intimidating yeah. as well. But a top, top player. Tabellas, who else did I have on the list? Silvani Banks Blake at Wolves, just yeah. a goal scorer, probably a bit like Sturridge in the box, one touch and hits it, hits yeah. it hard and low, just a, a goal scorer. He came to Telford, I really liked him. Yeah, he was, he was good. Lad. Back to goal, brilliant. Do you know what I mean? He, he was just Telford. He came to Telford, yeah, he was done by then, but he, he um, I think he was just testing it out for himself just yeah. to see out where he was. He was done by then, yeah. but. He, he um, loved, great good lad. Great, yeah, brilliant. He was. he was a funny, funny guy, but he was another one on the pitch. If you're passing the ball and it was a yard either side, he was just like, hello. And he'd just yeah. look at you. Yeah. And then <laughs> push his hand straight down by his side, like, give me the ball. <laughs> and that was it. So I got, I got on really well with him, actually, because he, um, he still had that mentality at Telford. The problem yeah. was he wasn't at the level, he wasn't playing at the level yeah. he was. So he was sort of getting on the lads a little bit. And they were a bit like, yeah, he gets oh, frustrated. I, I he gets frustrated. I think that was because you were yeah, too slow you to get the ball. Your and, in order. Yeah, and I yeah. think he started trying to drive standards, and they were like, well, you couldn't have barred all at the moment, order. and you can't run. And like, he'd, obviously, he'd been a top player, yeah. and brilliant, but I just think that's, 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 that's when it's it? hard for them players. Yeah, because so if you're can't let it go, you're, can you're, you're ripping it up. Yeah. You, you can start, you know, you do that. You know, if you're. You, you put up with that if you've got somebody who's winning your games and they're exactly. whinging or they're a pain or they're yeah. annoying or they're not sort of one of the lads whatever if they're winning you the game not a problem you know yeah you're a bit of a nugget but if, you, if you're if you helping us be successful we're, we're fully yeah. on board with you but, but yeah. Sil- Silver's brilliant off the pitch though like a real proper lad in the dressing room made everyone laugh I signed at the same time at Silver and at, at Wolves and he had he just come from Plymouth off winning gold, the golden boot in the championship Won it at Wolves for the next two seasons. Went into the Premier League. They brought oh, in, record that is. They brought in uh, Kevin Doyle, Stephen Fletcher. But yeah. Silver's still the one who was playing. Then when we got relegated to the Championship, Dean Saunders came in. And Dean Saunders basically hung his out on Silver and says, you're my man. You know I mean, you're going to play. And we were in real trouble. Brought Silver back into the team. Banging in goals. They're pulling away from the bottom, bottom three. And then he broke his leg at Birmingham. Oh. And he, had, he didn't sign a contract because he had, he had a, I think he had a move lined up to Hull at the time. And obviously we were close to coming down to League One, but he broke his leg and he just never recovered from that. He ended up going to Ipswich for six months because Matt he was there. That and makes then, a lot of sense now you say that. Yeah. From when I it's when a I had real bad leg break. And yeah, unfortunately he was ready to kind of bounce back and go towards the Premier League. Um, yeah. but it didn't quite happen. So but yeah, but good good finisher. Um 
And then Matt, oh, this is more wingers. Matt Jarvis at Wolves, well, he was yeah, like, like a proper, like just provide, just provide assist. We mentioned after him, but like, did he? Was he? Was he Gillingham or something? Started at Gillingham, yeah. Started at Gillingham. I remember him there, like a young, probably yeah. very young there. But I remember yeah, being absolutely was rapid. Yeah, did well at Wolves. Went to West Ham. Had a good few years yeah. at West Ham, Norwich, and then Ex- really exciting player. Yeah, um, and then another one, Jota, who's at Liverpool now. I was with him at. Um, <laughs> but he's not made it. <laughs> no, he's not in but, there. But he came. Oh, oh, he, oh, he, oh, coming. he came at the same time as um, Neves, and all the talks about Neves, like Jota had come from Atletico Madrid, like still top player. Neves has come in as the everyone's coming. Jota's like, just coming yeah, under the radar a little bit. And I remember in training, I was thinking like. Jota's the one here. You can tell he's, really? he's the one. I know Neves now has gone to different levels, but I always looked at Jota. Well, I see, I see Jota, yeah, but, I yeah. Jota as a higher but, level. But at that Neves point, I, th- I thought this this kid's going to be the difference between Wolves going to that next level. And he was great one, recruitment. That by the way, yeah, it was George Mendes wasn't it? Of course, yeah, so, amazing. And they just listened to Mendes. Like we had Helder Costa as well. The way I loved Helder Costa. He was played more the year before, but he's at Valencia now. But I remember speaking to um, Helder after training once. We were sort of getting changed ready to go home and I was kind of saying what, what are you doing next year Helder because he'd been on like loan with you to permanent he's like not sure I'll speak to George and I was like what What do you mean he says well George tells me where to go and I was like okay <laughs> and he's like yeah no George will always do best for his players and I was like what is it? does everyone think that he goes yeah he looks after everyone I mean they just trust him with his life so like must be doing something right then. but then obviously they're obviously getting a lot, a lot of money he's getting yeah. a lot of money out of it but then bringing in Neves and Jota to a championship but when, when you look at their moves at it's time. not at the expense of where they're going is it he's no. ob- they're obviously making a few quid but sold them a dream and it was a bit of a punt really with Wolves if they were going to get there because they made a bit of a cock up the year did before he have an investment? and stuff like that did Mendes have a bit of an investment in the company that owned Wolves or something like no, that Fosun, they I think they Invested in his age, uh, invested in his age. I'm not sure there, there was some sort of link anyway. Link, yeah. um, and I think Fosun was saying, right, George Mendes is going to be the guy who's going to get us in the Premier League, right? Rather than the manager we yeah. choose, he can choose the manager, he can bring in the players, and it ultimately worked for him. But Jota, he had, um, I loved him because he wasn't a kid who had loads of tricks or anything like that, he had that. Um, balance, awareness. He was strong as anything for a little lad. He's one of those ones you'd be running alongside him and he's got the ball and he would see you coming and he would jump into you just to knock you off balance and yeah. he gets back into stride. He's on the ball Clever. again. But then good in the mo- good in the box, good runs, good in the air and then you see him at nice Liverpool night. Yeah, again, lovely. lovely he wouldn't get in my team at a Ben Smith. But I've, I've, I've gone for for, Go for Gareth Bale but I've, we spoke enough about him in, in other podcasts but I was looking before and like you forget the success he's had. I've got written down here, right? Champions League, yeah. 13, 14, 15, 16, 16, 17, 17, 18 season. Four Champions Leagues. Four Champions Leagues. Two La Ligas, Copa del Rey, three Spanish Super Cups, six Welsh Player of the Years. It's not hard, Sam, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Four FIFA Club World Cups, three UEFA Super Cups, one League Cup of Spurs, and one PFA Player of the Year. Man, you, he kind of gets a little is bit of disrespect now. Is he, he happy though? <laughs> I mean, he's happy. Does, yeah. is, he's he, happy. is he? Is he content now? Yeah, I mean, does he get a little bit disrespected? But I think that's. But unfortunately, when you reach a certain level, you're always going to get that. You know, look at Ronaldo now. Look at say Joe getting a little bit yeah. of stick when things have gone wrong. Gareth Bale's had that. You know, you are operating at such a high level there that anything other than 
scoring winning goals in Champions Leagues or scoring 25 a season or, you know, you make a mistake as I a I think keeper. we always appreciate people when they've gone a little bit, don't we? When they've, when they've finished their career, I think yeah, it's hard to, like when we look at the, the era that we're in now with like your Ronaldos and your Messis, like I always say to my boys, like, like we would do everything just to go and watch them live once and yeah. like, you know, like look at them lads, like you live in an era where they're playing because I yeah. think it's hard to appreciate. I know we all do to a level, but someone like Gareth Bale, I think when he finishes his career and people look at that, that's hard oh, to ignore. Gaz has got to be like British's best export, isn't he? So he's he's done the, the best when he's left yeah. when he's left the Premier League. Yeah, I'm with you on um, that. McManaman did, McManaman did well. He did he? Right, he yeah. must have yeah. had a few yeah. Champions Leagues. Cut, scored a couple in the Champions League final, didn't he? But Gaz, Gaz oh, we spoke about what he, he just did absolutely everything, the, the best at every single thing. And I've always said, like, when yeah. with Wales, if he's on your team in a fiver, you win. So hence yeah. he's playing. <laughs> so you've got, so you've got a good chance then. You might, you might win this little round robin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, I, what I say about Gaz as well, though, is that you talk about, I think he hasn't gone to the very, very top and stayed at the very, very top because he hasn't quite got that intensity that Messi and Ronaldo have got where they just love football. You know what I mean? That everything, that, that is their life, leaving a legacy and things mm. like that. Gaz is just a kid on the playground. He really enjoys playing football. He plays it with a lap. It doesn't come across like if, if he lost a game of football the next day in training, he wouldn't be miserable and sulking. He's just same again the next day. He wants to have fun in training. He's always playing jokes. He's How would you compare him? So around. him and Bellamy, very different. Now, oh. When they're together, it would take chalk and cheese. When chalk and cheese. Grilled. Yeah, absolute chalk and cheese. Yeah, because Gaz, he would, everyone would feel dead comfortable in his, yeah. in his presence, he which, which was an amazing thing when... He's so like, good. He's like, so much better than the others. Yeah, like, in, in, you yeah, know, be, yeah. maybe Bellamy's better than most of them, but Bellamy's still pretty much on a par, isn't he? Maybe slightly better. Whereas Gareth Bale is literally, yeah, oh, we was two um, levels up from the rest of the squad. So we're, we're preparing for the Euros, right? In Portugal, doing like a camp before we start, and the Champions League finals on. So Gaz hasn't met us yet, but we're all there watching in this hotel in in Vale de Lobo in Portugal. We watch Champions League final. They beat Atletico Madrid four one. Bale scores a goal. And you're thinking, he's coming to meet us tomorrow. And he turns up the next day at breakfast, like nothing's yeah. happened. He's just won the Champions League the night before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he's just the, 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 just the, the same the same guy. But I think he just, he doesn't understand how good he is. Doesn't understand winning the trophies, what it all means. I think it's just, he's living in this little fairy tale world where he gets to do a job he loves and he gets to play golf and he's got a nice family and he's just content. And that's probably why he's maybe not pushed on again, if that makes sense. But at that time, 2015, 14, 15, 16, he was up there messing with Ronaldo. Yeah. He was, he was like, he was like Ballon d'Or level. Do you think like, because obviously when I look at him, he's, a, he's an out and out athlete, isn't he? And he's like so fine tuned when you, yeah. when you, when like you look resource, at him, saw it? some of the pictures of him training when he was doing pre-season with Real Madrid and his, his like quads and that. And he's just like so fine tuned. Do you think that's like, you can sustain that over like a decade, like the way they are now? I mean, like I know, I think Ronaldo has to work at it much more than Gareth Bale. He yeah. looks to me, and I'm obviously I'm not yeah. educated in that, but he looks like Gareth Bale's probably naturally more of an athlete. Yeah. And it's like, you're so fine-tuned. If one thing goes wrong there, it takes quite a, a long time to recover, yeah. doesn't it? Is it not really talking about talent, though? I mean, is Gareth Bale, like, probably in terms of talent, is he beyond Ronaldo? Yeah. But Ronaldo yeah. has got yeah. the work I think, ethic I think and so. mentality that puts him... Puts him I, I, I think yeah. Messi is more talented than both of them, and he probably doesn't have to do a lot away, the, away from football, and he can jog around the pitch because it's not expected him. But Ronaldo needs to be have the highest jump. He needs to be the best at everything, works yeah. on every day and that takes him to that level. Out and out ability, I don't think Gaz will be far behind Ronaldo, if not, but for natural ability. Nat- you, natural you talk ability. about the, the physique of Gaz, I don't want to do him a disservice here, but I, I don't think it's something he has to work on. I think nah. he's just, he went from, 
skinny 16, 17 year old when I first met him to this machine at 22, That's 23. That's just a natural day to day. I don't think it's not thing, being it? in the gym every single day. It's not that he just developed and he's, I say he's like a racehorse the way, the way he runs. You know what I mean? I saw it's not, not a bit of fat on him. You watch him eat his, but his food and what he has in his bag at away games and things like that. He's not like he's, he's top not Ronaldo, like his diet and things like that. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's naturally nasty. Like you say about Joe Hart, he's naturally got a great build. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, you see Joe Hart at 15 or something, you think, right, well, we, we've got a chance of turning this kid into a, yeah. into a half-decent goalkeeper because look at the build on him. Yeah. I was just worried with Gareth Bale because I, I look when you look at him, like you say, such a specimen. Yeah. If something goes, it's like if you pull your hamstring there, like to him, where it might be a, like a you know a bit of a grade one grade, like it could, it's more more severe just because he's so fine tuned. And you can see now he protects himself. You watch him play now, he yeah, protects himself. Definitely. He doesn't open his legs up, does he? Like he nah. used to. Do you know what I mean? He's I remember Mike Lowen. Mike Lowen was the same. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. I remember watching Mike Lowen at Castle, thinking, well, f- like he's trying to drop in the hole yeah. and stuff and get on the ball. That's not thinking, him, is what, it? What, no. what, but, the, but that's if you're an, if you're an athlete and you're that sort of player and you live playing off the shoulder, you know Mike Lowen can't go and then drop in the hole. But Gaz ability wise will be a top Premier League player by being able to drop in the yeah, hole and play and have that, a shot and stuff. He's got it all. But if you had the physicality to him, that takes him to the top yeah, yeah. three, yeah. four, five players in the world. We're going back he's to Joe again. Joe Joe's like got the right attitude, the right application. He's got biomechanically in the way he's, he's built, it's there. And then he's obviously got that work rate. It, yeah. it just all comes together, doesn't it, I suppose? Yeah. And you look at Ronaldo, like he, you can see Ronaldo likes that attention. Like I remember that Champions League final. Gaz has scored. They, um, yeah, Gaz had scored and Ronaldo didn't celebrate with him. You know what I mean? He just walked off. And then it, I think it went to extra time. Did Gaz score the second or the third goal in extra time? And then Ronaldo scored a penalty in the fourth when the game was done. Took off his shirt, went celebrating <laughs> on his own. Whereas, like, got he, all the crowd. So, mean, so, yeah. he, so, so he wants it all about him. Where Gaz is the complete opposite. He just does not want attention. Like at, at any sort of Wales meeting and that, Gaz would use the the maintenance lifts and go underneath the hotel so he didn't have to go outside because yeah. he didn't want hundreds of people outside wanting his autograph and stuff. And it's not saying that. He wouldn't do the autographs, but I mean, he doesn't like that part of his life. So I think Ronaldo perhaps wants yeah, that adulation, needs that. Loves whereas, it, then he feeds off it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. of course he does. Um, but yeah, that's some team so. that Dave. Well, right, quickly, teams. What go on, Dave? You no, let, so, let's leave Dave still the end. Yeah, let's leave end. So I've gone Joe Hart and goal. Jason McAtee in defence, controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Clark in midfield. It's a funny Won't touch the ball. Won't yeah. touch the ball. And Quinn Phillips up front. Mike Unbelievable. Sub. I just going to say that because Bridgie's listening in Australia. <laughs> you sub, like, you'll definitely be coming on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. be good when you come on. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, mine was Joe Hart. Obviously, Neil Sorvel stepping in from the back, making it a midfield free. Um, who did I go with? Definitely <laughs> Jeff Minton. Bertie Braley just misses out and Ben Smith goes in there. Five aside. Class. No heart. Heart's like a pea, but got some ability. Heart's like a pea. But got some ability. I don't think that, Ben. No, no disrespect to you, Mitz, but definitely with you, Smudge. And then you'll, <laughs> he'd admit it as well. And then I'm going to go amongst all of these lads, just because he's more all-round, I felt, especially feeling like he just used to run right and train Michael Symes up front. Nice. I've got Hearty in goal. Codes, Connor Cody at the back. Rambo and Ruben Neves in midfield and Gareth Bale up front. <laughs> And, jo- and if jo- you just take the jo- put on the bench. If you just take the put a jot on the bench, yeah, uh, you know, Jotter coming on. <laughs> Bellas might have made it. I'm not sure. Can I have Jotter? <laughs> can we got any injuries? <laughs> can you lend Transfer. me him if we've got any? Uh... Right. Can you put put in the comments on Twitter and Facebook whose team you think's the best there? 
If I don't get a few shouts, I'll be very disappointed. I think, looking at this, Neil Sorvel will refuse to play when he realises he's got to go up against Gareth Bale, <laughs> Niall Quinn, <laughs> Kevin he Phillips. <laughs> mate, they won't get the ball off him, mate. Trust me, I'll back them all. I'll back them all. I, Sam's team, I'm not I'm not having. But then you look at Quinn Phillips, it's just... Actually, if I'd, if I'd given him a little bit more time, yeah, I, I know, think... I missed mean, a lot of players, like right? and Jordy and stuff, I feel a bit like... I've done them a little Jody bit Bannon will be hurt, because he's... If, Jody, Jody, if, Jody, Jody, if you're listening, yeah. if it was a five-a-side on a beach, you're number one, mate. Yeah, Jody would be in my team for that as well. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, Jody Bannon. I mean, I've gone big man, small man, and Kev Phillips is small, but Jody Bannon is like that two foot smaller than Kevin Phillips. Like, down. Like, you know what I mean? I, big man, small man, a five-a-side. I'm, I'm not going big man to wall. <laughs> big man, small man, and yeah, pacing Blow, behind. Below head height. Right then, lads. Pretty good, that. Enjoyed you that. with everything? Yeah, I am. Um, as always, leave us a little bit of feedback. Let us know what you think. Um, we're not going to tell anybody what guests we've got coming up. Can we look? Can we a couple of clues? Should yeah. have thought about it before. No, really. I'm not doing that. A couple of them have been mentioned tonight, haven't they? One Copper Del Rey. One. <laughs> no, <laughs> exciting no stuff, though. Like, we, we can say it's exciting stuff. Brilliant lads, love that. Right. Um, go on. What is it? At follow us at follow us at Facebook. At Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Just type in, type in your search There's engine. Spot the Jordan there. We'll spot the Jordan. Yeah. Uh, in, the at in the Stiffs on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to email us, it's in the stiffs at gmail.com. And we need, to get, we need to get a TikTok going. I think YouTube be golden on there. Yeah, I, I'm, I can't do TikTok. I'm pushing it with Instagram. I don't think t- that's too. I'm too old Snapchat, for that. Snapchat, TikTok's not me. I'll get, I'll, get the kids to, I'll get the kids to set that up for me. Yeah. <laughs> right, thanks very much, everybody. Cheers, gents.